Stephen, you're here in my home. Oh, yeah. In the great state of Broken Arrow. Located in the county of Oklahoma. Absolutely. We're not sure how maps work. No, it doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> it's a name on a <clears throat> on a map. Yeah. Okay. I don't get it. doesn't make sense. Fuck it. Um, but uh, you came all the way up from Texas to record this episode. Yeah, specifically. Mm-hmm. You got here minutes ago. <laughs> I'm out of breath. <laughs> right? yeah. I've been for two days. Yeah. I thought running wasn't a choice, but yeah. hey, you know what? I really wanted to be pumped up for the show. Yeah. You know, and I haven't slept. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. really good about life. You'll be crashing here pretty soon, I would Absolutely. imagine so. so. But I had a bunch of five-hour energies that I found in the dumpster. <laughs> oh, yeah. And most of them were still there. I think I'm going to be good mm-hmm. for a little while. Yeah. No side effects. I mean, like, some of those were, like, open already. Mm-hmm. And I, what I identified as raccoon sperm was in there. <laughs> but I hear that gives you a boost. I, You know, it could be. Which is why the government doesn't want you to know about it. That's right. That's why, that's why they're injecting all these raccoons with rabies. Yep. Yep. Just to, like, throw you off the scent, you know? Because obviously the first thing you want to do is experiment on raccoon nards. Yeah. That's obviously. Obviously. Yeah. What's the cure for this ailment? I don't know. Probably raccoon jizz. Probably. Like we all thought it. Yeah. But. Legalize it. <laughs> but the government won't, won't let us do it. They're trying to throw us off the scent. Yeah. So I say, next time you see a raccoon, obviously square <laughs> up on it. Right? <laughs> really. <laughs> hold your ground. Yep. And then you demand <clears throat> it produce semen. <laughs> leave you a sample. And then vamoose. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like, obviously don't hit it. Don't hurt an animal. No, that's no. ridiculous. But you but, can be demanding. And if you need to little, little jerk it off. Yeah. To get what you need. You can jerk off anything with nipples. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's how that movie yeah. goes? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure that. Uh, be, yeah. yeah. That's how the scene went. Yeah. The dinner scene. Uh, yeah, okay. I, I just texted Robert De Niro, and he oh, said, cool. yeah, that is, in fact. Yeah. Robbie? Mm-hmm. Call Robbie? I call him Bob. Okay. Yeah. Call him Booby. Whatever. Yeah. Every time I do it, he says, who is this? Please stop texting me. <laughs> How did you get this number? I've changed <laughs> yeah. it five times. Yeah. But you're persistent. Yeah. Nevertheless, you persisted. Absolutely. Yep. That's what that, I mean, that's like the spirit of, of, that, of that phrase. Yeah, yeah. 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 It started. I, I live it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really dedicate my life. Oh, yeah. To chasing Robert De Niro around. I mean, he's, he's obviously in a taxi most of the time, right? From Taxi Driver. Yeah. He still does that. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's like one of the last taxi drivers. Like, Uber not, lives. not switching over to Uber. Has, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's affected his game, right? Wow, do you think someone's going to remake that? The Uber driver. Oh, pro- well, they had Stuber, right? It's like, yeah. Maybe that's... I think the marketing was way off then. Yeah? I didn't see it, so I don't know, but mm-hmm. um, it seems a little... I, I, I'm with you. I think that's mm-hmm. it, but I think they could have done a little bit better job of connecting the two. Maybe they wanted to separate it out, mm-hmm. you know, really do their own thing. But if it's a reboot, it's a reboot. You need to tell people. Mm-hmm. You get an audience there just for that, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll do it better the next time when they reboot it again and call it Lifted or something like yeah. that. Yeah. You know? A Christian yeah. comedy? Oh, yeah. A Christian drama. Because they're all dramas. Well, obviously. I mean, like, <laughs> when you involve the Lord. Yeah. That's always dramatic. Brent, you and I were talking the other day. What? Um, yeah. About uh, Christian movies mm-hmm. and how great they are. Yeah. Quality. Yeah, always. Quality entertainment. Yeah. Um, and I used to watch some of those, mm-hmm. but um, we were talking, I, I've never, I'd never gotten to like the Left Behind book series or the Kirk Cameron version or 
the Nicolas Cage version of those That's movies. Right. Yeah. Remember that came out came yeah. like a few years ago? Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> it's like they were like, the first one, we didn't do too well. We're going to bump up the budget, bring Nick Cage in this, obviously. Mm-hmm. We're going to finally do all these books justice. Do you think Nick Cage like believes any of that stuff? Or he's just I like, I need to pay my taxes? I think he believes in drugs. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure what his deal is. He's so interesting. Yeah. Sometimes he looks like very like uh, disheveled. Mm-hmm. And then people are like, yeah, he lost a lot of money. And I'm like, how? Like, what, what is he doing? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I don't know if it's like a drug disheveled, if he's just like, I don't know, just dressing that way <laughs> for a part. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows what Nick Cage is up to, you know? What's yeah. that guy's mind? Yeah. Nick Cage, if you're listening, just call in. Yeah. 1-800. Is it a cry for help? LTASPOD. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that works. Yeah, works. That's, that's like a legit phone number. I don't know if you call it, what will happen, but huh. I wonder. Listener, try it. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Demand raccoon jizz. Alexa, <laughs> call. Yeah, call this number. Just say, raccoon jizz. <laughs> you do have to make a picket sign just so they yeah. can hear it in the background. Yeah, you got to like tap it on something. Or yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Be good. Yeah. I think this is great. Well, Brent... I think uh, with Raccoon Jizz, we can lead right into We're Doing It. Hello. <laughs> I'm Steven. I'm Brent. I'm St- Wait, I'm Steven Ruff. I've already forgotten mine. Oh. Ruff Desperado. Yeah. Fisher. Yeah. And it was R-U-F-F. Like yeah, a dog like would a say. Dog, which is good. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad about that. Oh, like DMX, right? <laughs> what is he? Damn. I don't know if DMX is going to be like, doesn't he make like a sound all the time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll believe that. I don't know if that's... Um, and I am Brent Expert Ninja Hibbert yeah. X gonna give it to you Gonna give it to you The DMX is like all over <laughs> the <laughs> show <laughs> Are we sure that was the Wu-Tang generator? Was it the DMX generator? Oh, we went to the wrong one oh, Fuck Well okay. Even still It works Even Stevens mm-hmm. Yeah That's all good Two of them <laughs> Well Brent um, Our wives are well, we're just going to say asleep because mm-hmm. yours will probably fall back asleep soon. Oh, yeah. Um, so let's just get into the show and see what we can make of it and uh, get out here in a tight three hours, what do you say? <laughs> Toit. Um, so, yeah, we don't really have a, a, a set anything to, to discuss, not like one specific topic, yeah. but we'll have some pop culture to catch up on. And uh, before we do that, we've got some pop culture news. I've got a, a couple of things I wanted to mention real quick. Um, Eva Longoria will direct a Flaming Hot Cheetos biopic. What the fuck? Biopic. Did you ever thought you would say that? that it's... All of this is weird. Yeah. Like every, every bit about it, right? Everything. Yeah. Like all of it. Uh, Eva Longoria, okay. Yeah. Associated with films. Not a big stretch there. Yeah. All right. I'm on board. Will direct. Oh, okay. Didn't Taking know she turn. was directing. Yeah. It's cool. Had no idea, yeah. but I like when, when actors do that. Yeah. yeah. Seems interesting to me. Will direct a... Flaming Hot Cheetos. You're like, okay. Like, action film? Like, they're going to animate these? Well, look, we had the, what was it, the Emoji movie. Yeah. We've had yeah, Battleship. Like it you know, there. it's mm-hmm. like a product. I mean, the aforementioned Stuber. It's kind of like the yeah. Uber movie. Um, I don't know how heavily they included Uber yeah. proper into it, but even still. But then, the last word, biopic. This throws me right for... I really have no idea what this is supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. So... Uh, I read the uh, the story, mm. and evidently it's going to be focused on, I guess, the guy that worked over at Cheetos or whatever. Um, and oh, yeah. he was like a, a janitor, or he worked in uh-huh. like some non-creative capacity or whatever, and he decided to um, pitch an idea 
just I guess out of the blue to I guess the executives there mm-hmm. and Flamin' Hot Cheetos are born and like obviously he deserves whatever military honors we yeah. can grant him. Sure. Flamin' Hot Cheetos, literally the best. I don't eat them. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, 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 I haven't oh, tried oh. them in years, Brent. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. I should. Oh, they're very good. I think I maybe would like them more now. Um, I was, I've never been into, like, hot stuff. I don't think they're, like, crazy hot necessarily, but I'm, like, I'm, like, I just love Cheetos. I'm a pure Cheetos kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think we need to do a taste test. Got to stop this podcast. Got to go to the store. No, even better. We'll go up to the Warren Theaters by my house. They have, they, they have the Flamin' Hot Cheetos mixed with the popcorn. Oh, you were talking about that. Yeah. <clears throat> That's the best. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, we could do a test because uh, mm-hmm. I need to try it out. But yeah, I had heard the story before about this guy. He, like, I, from what I remember, like, they used to get free Cheetos or whatever for working there or something like that. And he took, like, a bag home and he, like, put, like, hot sauce mm. in it or something like that or some, like, powder, I don't know. And then he was like, yeah, this is fucking great. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, we went with it now. Like, people fucking go crazy for yeah. Hot Cheetos. So. But it's weird. It's, like, not even mm-hmm. a documentary. Yeah. It's, it's going to be, like, a story. Yeah. Of this dude. That's a stretch, man. Actors involved. Be interesting. Um, I do hope that Chester Cheeto is in it in full oh, as a cartoon oh, he's, form. He's like the CEO yes. of the company. Yeah. He's worked his way up from the commercials. <laughs> yeah. He's like a disgruntled old fuck. <laughs> yeah. Man, I dig that. Oh, and he curses a lot. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's rated hard R. Hard R. <laughs> it's the first time a movie has ever been rated borderline X yeah. before. <laughs> Um, no one expected it for the Cheeto movie, man, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know what to think about this news. Well, if you don't know what to think about that news, <laughs> do I have another item for you? <laughs> so, Hasbro recently acquired Death Row Records for $4 billion. Now, what has... Awesome. pack there. Yeah, what Hasbro did is they bought, like, the parent company <clears throat> of, of, uh, uh, Death Row Records, um... And uh, it's called Entertainment One, and they okay, own yeah. like different franchises like Peppa Pig and PJ Masks, uh, which are like kids shows. So yeah, they like scooped up this this company for four billion dollars. They, one of them happened to be Death Row Records, but I guess with Hasbro and then wanting to get into, um, you know, like making movies and stuff, um, uh, Hasbro will leverage E ones immersive entertainment capabilities to bring our portfolio mm-hmm. of brands mm-hmm. that have appealed to gamers, fans, and families families uh, <laughs> to all screens gro- globally and realize the full franchise economics across our blueprint strategy for shareholders. So I guess they're just acquiring whatever media they can to mm-hmm. bring it to their stuff since they're like, you know, doing movies and stuff. Transformers! Yeah, and, uh, like all the Transformers stuff. Money. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it makes a little more sense that it's like the, it was like the parent company, but that's just what a weird world we live in. Again, when Death Row Records became a thing and became so popular, mm-hmm. I never expected Hasbro to buy them for right. $4 billion. Look, if, oh, man. if I'm watching the Bumblebee sequel uh-huh. and the Tupac hologram is not in it, very upset. I'm <laughs> Flaming Hot Cheetos, forget that. Flaming Hot Brent, you know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, hell yeah. My head will catch on fire like Ghost Rider. Oh, yeah. We like that, but... Yeah. I'd put some Cheetos yeah. up there. <laughs> Get hot. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, just saying Hasbro so much makes me think that if that wasn't a toy term already, like a Hasbro sounds like one of those guys that used to be in the frat 
but he's like in his 40s and he still comes to the parties. It's mm-hmm. like, dude, you're Hasbro. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Or it's a, a guy that has everything already. Mm-hmm. You know? Has a Hasbro. Has it all, you know? <sighs> what a Hasbro. It's <sighs> like, does he have that? Yeah, he's a Hasbro. So mm-hmm. he's, got it. he's got everything. Yeah. Cool. One of those massaging chairs. Yeah, he's a Hasbro. Mm-hmm. Gotta have it. One of those massaging butt wands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he has it. <laughs> well, everybody has one of those. Yeah. I got one of those. Yeah. Has a loofah on one end. Ooh. Double. It goes for your back. Right. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> You're in the shower. It's fine. Yeah. It's your shower. Yeah. <laughs> Look, just let the hard water coming through the pipes just yeah. rinse it off your body. It's totally fine. fine. Totally Get that fine. mildew off there. That's going to be great. Yeah. Well, I have one news item. Oh, my God. I'm very excited about. Um, I like this. Um, Director named Richard Linklater, who did Days and Confused, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I'm blanking on everything he's done. He's done, like, lots of stuff. Boyhood? Um, Boyhood is the one I was looking for. Yeah. Thank you. So Boyhood was, like, a cool project, right? Like, he started filming it, and then they filmed it, like, every year, over 12 years with the kid, so that he, like, grew up uh, throughout it. And that was such a neat idea. And now he's doing a new one, and he's doing a... You're not going to like this part. He's putting together a remake of a, a Sondheim musical. <sighs> I know, called Merrily We Go, We Roll Along, but he's going to take, it has uh, Ben Platt from Pitch Perfect, okay, and uh, Beanie Feldstein from the uh, Booksmart movie um, okay. that we want to see, um, and it's going to take 20 years to film. What? So they're planning it now, and the, I'm not sure if they'll shoot like every year, but like every few years or something, but they're planning it now because I read about the movie, and apparently the way it works is about a guy who makes it in Hollywood, I think, and then he looks back at the last 20 years of his life when he started trying to make it and then, like, going through. So they're going to basically reverse chronological film it so that in 20 years from now, whenever he's, like, in the story where it's, like, present day, they can flash back and show them as younger, but they'll actually film it, like, this year so that in 20 years from now it looks right. What what does he do with, like, all this film? Does he just, like, put it somewhere and just... Hold on to it. He he likes to sit on it. Yeah, like an egg. Yeah, and he has an egg room in his house, <laughs> and it's just a it's just a bunch of film canisters. Okay. Um, no, I I watched a little thing with him about Boyhood, and he talked about how it was cool because every year that if they felt like it got a little bit better, but like they would basically shoot these little parts of the movie and then they would edit them and have them mm-hmm. like ready to go, and then each year they would kind of just add it together and like tweak it as they went, but um. It's kind of cool for him because he like gets to take his time. Obviously, twenty years. Mm-hmm. But someone had mentioned—I don't know if this is true. Someone had mentioned that he is like uh, fifty-nine or something like that, which means that he'll be like seventy-nine. Yeah, by the time this is finished. So that's kind of interesting in general. Just the fact that someone put this out there. Like any, I think uh, he does a lot of good stuff. The fact that he set out to make a movie over twelve years, not really talk about it, mm-hmm. was pretty ambitious and cool. Um, and then now moving forward with this, like, he does really interesting stuff, but I, I kind of feel like, too, like, the world where we live in with the MCU, where we can, like, set about, like, studios will set about uh, huge timelines and, like, let things play out now a little mm-hmm. bit. Kind of makes it a little bit better. Um, as well. Yeah, he's 59, so he'd be 79 when that finishes. That is... That's ambitious. It's ambitious. <laughs> I love his, his stuff, because he, he does a lot of crazy things, tries new things. Um... That seems kind of cool. So, <clears throat> so, geez, 
So we got to keep this podcast going for 20 <laughs> years so we can report back on it. And you know how we like to, um, whatever effort is put into a film, we like to double it. Yeah, exactly. You know? So so we're going to do a 40-year 40 40 podcast, podcast <laughs> about that movie. Fuck, we should start now. Here we go. Yeah, we should start now so we can edit it, have mm-hmm. half of it ready at least by that time. That's yeah, a we'll good just, idea. We'll edit out the bad parts. For the next 20 years? Yeah. There's going to be a lot of bad parts. Yeah, it's just like five minutes of like <laughs> podcast and then 40 years worth of uh-huh. outtakes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. Yeah. The outtakes are fun, though. Yeah. So. Yeah, everybody Stay loves tuned. them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you know what? I do have a, a couple other news items real quick. Please. Um, so Missy Misdemeanor Elliot oh. was recently inducted into the MTV Video Vanguard mm-hmm. Award or received a... A video Vanguard worth uh, by MTV, obviously. Yeah, obviously, yeah. obviously. I would say. But um, normally, I don't pay attention to that mm-hmm. stuff. But God, Missy Elliott's great. Yeah. Do, do, you, do you have any reverence for her? I uh, I never. Re- I mean, like her. Stephen, have have you ever got your freak on? Maybe like once at a party. Oh. You know. Um, were the authorities notified? They were. Um, I, I'm i not a huge Missy Elliott fan. Mm-hmm. It's like I respect her for being out there, but I've never like yeah. into her music. Uh, besides like, some of the singles and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. I think she's... Uh, she kind of reminds me of the Beastie Boys in a way, and it's like fun hip-hop. She um, looks like them, yeah. That yeah, sense. exactly. Yeah. When I close my eyes and I hear them too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I guess she, she, yeah she's three Jewish boys. Exactly. Yeah. Man. It's, it's so clear. hard to get them mixed up and then like figure out later on like oh they're not the same person. Yeah, I mean <laughs> it, it. It can get confusing <laughs> to most people. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to mention is uh, well, next weekend a movie comes oh, out that we've yes. been waiting for, right? Yes, Overcomer. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. That movie's out now and it's incredible. Oh yeah, right. Uh, no, uh, it chapter two comes out next week. Yeah, and uh, we're both excited for it. Flow down here, Georgie. Oh yeah. We go white water rafting. Yeah. <laughs> what if he's trying to like show him a good time? Yeah. He's like, I got really cool stuff down here. Yeah. I can use my imagination to make you see stuff. Look, I've got a wooden train. Good. It's great. It's awesome. What yeah. Do have? What do you have, Ninja Turtles now? <laughs> what, it's in the 80s? I oh, guess okay. so. Yeah. Oh, Technodrome. Yeah, this place sucks. I'm coming up there. Because <laughs> of all the cool shit. Yeah. But uh, the director of that movie mm. and its prequel mm. and the Moshe at the... Yep, that's how you say it. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Bruschetti. pizza before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is directing. That's right now. <laughs> he's set Until to the dr- next podcast. <laughs> yeah. He's set to direct the Flash movie mm-hmm. that's gone through uh, uh, 17,000 different directors oh, wow. at yeah. this point. He's the newest one that signed on. And he's, you know, working for Warner Brothers currently. Does that make a big deal or like a big difference? No. Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. But he could have a relationship with him. They could help. Yeah, I guess. Is he going to be any good? No. Never going to happen. Probably not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter. No. No, no, no. Not really. I no. was excited when I heard that news. I like uh, I like this guy. He seems mm-hmm. like a cool director. So yeah. him getting like a big project right after this big project, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That. But then uh, like he's like immediately when we started talking about it the other day, he was like, yeah, well, it's not going to happen though. Like yeah. n- no one's worked out. No. It's just like uh, Dan Trachtenberg just left the... Um, I just left my mind. Um, there's a movie about a video game, about an explorer. It's going to have Dora. Tom Holland. Oh. It's going to have Tom Holland as the, as the guy. Drake? Oh. Uh, Nathan Drake? Uncharted? 
Uncharted, yeah. Uncharted? Dan, Uncharted. Dan Trackenberg left that project, and that also has had, like, tons of directors and stuff just, like, oh, revolving really? door people. And I was excited about him because he did 10 Cloverfield Lane. I was like, yeah, this guy's oh, yeah. going to be great, whatever. And then, nope, he's gone too. Right. Yeah, so it's just like, these projects sometimes, yeah, just roll through. It's hard. And you know, like Fred Durst said, just keep rolling, rolling, rolling. That's right. They'll get through it eventually. It's not the first time Brendan's brought that up this weekend. Oh, no. And I'm here for it. Yeah. <laughs> so, Brent. Hello. You want to move on to our next section? Move on to work. Yeah. Let's, let's do it. Oh, yeah. We, uh, usually when we're in town together, we try to make like a big deal of it like going to see some movie we didn't really do that we kind of been Mm-mm. chill and stuff yeah um yeah we still got a lot of stuff to talk about lots unfortunately for steve and i can't make it through <laughs> my list i gotta stop watching stuff just for the podcast so i can like catch up for once you gotta go through a dry spell yeah basically well um do you have something ready to go or are you ready i to could kick it off i could have something ready to go uh amanda and i watched uh, Fleabag on Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. We were telling you guys a little bit about this in person. A little bit, yeah. Uh, this this is written in stars, and I think a lot of them are directed by uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who is... From Friends? Uh, from Friends, Phoebe, okay. from Friends. Mm-hmm. Um, the character. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she's awesome. We had watched a show of hers called Crashing years ago. That's like a, a British show where she is also a character in that, um, about like these like 20 somethings who all live in a like a an old hospital to keep it up it's like a thing i guess mm-hmm. and it was super funny um and then we found out she wrote that show as well and like we we're like oh my god she's hilarious she's also um i think it was l2so in uh solo the solo movie she's the voice of the like the droid is it um is that what it is i can't remember <clears throat> uh, i thought it was k2 k2so SO. yeah what is that? I've tried to block out that movie. <laughs> is that the other one? Am I missing it up? Maybe. Um, maybe that's uh, Rogue One? That might be, yeah, that might be Alan Tudyk. Yeah, yeah. so she's in, um, let me look her up then. So, obviously, a huge Star Wars fan uh-huh. um, of those. No, I, I really, I forgot, like, those movies. I think, I, she, uh, I think she plays Captain Picard. Oh, Picard. That's, that's what, what it is. is. Yeah. Yeah. She, she shaved her head. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, who does she play? L337. L337. Yeah, she's the... Like, Leet? Isn't that a... Yeah, it's like a Leet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she plays like a... Yeah, like the the droid on the the ship or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, she's just really funny. Um, anyway, she did the show Fleabag. We had really... We had heard really good things about it. And, uh, it was stellar. It was... It was awesome. Brent, it would be great for you because it's like six episodes a season, 30 minutes each. So we, like, went through each of them in a night. Yeah. Super fast. Actually, the the first night we went through them, the second night, we were trying to pack and stuff, and it was like the night before we came up here. And Amanda was like, let's just like watch like a few of them. And I was like, the last time we did that, we just watched the whole series. And she's like, no, we won't do that this time. We got through three of them, so we had three left. And I was like, we're totally finishing this tonight. And she just like looked over at me like, yeah. She was playing the whole time. She says it wasn't. It totally was. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it's really good. Um, they're just super funny. I don't want really to ruin a whole lot of it because we went into it pretty blind. We hadn't really watched a lot about it or known much about it. Mm-hmm. But it was, uh, she's just so fucking witty. And it's very, um, not. it's kind of dark, uh, definitely. But um, it's very like life-like. It's like, uh, it feels very real. Like these are real experiences of hers and stuff and shit yeah. she talks about and everything. Um, and it's just amazing. I think it's a, a wonderful show. And Amanda and I both just were in love with her and stuff. So, um, so yeah, I'd highly recommend it. It's on Amazon Prime. It's one of their original shows. Um, Fleabag. Is that, is that what 
flee from the Red Hot Chili Peppers calls his testicles. Yeah. So, is, does that play an integral role? It, well, again, I didn't want to spoil anything, but he is in it. His testicles do play a big role. <laughs> they're act, okay, they're the villain. Okay. <laughs> Both of them. <laughs> Separate personalities. Separate but, personalities. But, you but, get it. Yeah. You already, yeah. It's like uh, King Ghidorah from Godzilla, right? Mm-hmm. He's got three heads. Yeah. No testicles. Maybe. This is the flip flop. Well, if I'm looking back, I guess there was three testicles even, so. Hmm. Like Flea has three testicles? Yeah. Oh my god. Is that a plot point? <laughs> well, I didn't want... Uh, I don't do much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do much. Um, I want to talk about... Um, actually, I'll, uh, I'll say something that I, I streamed recently, which was the Amazing Jonathan documentary, uh, which is on Hulu. Jonathan and, Brandis? Uh, who dat? <laughs> he was uh, in Ladybugs, blonde kid, and, uh, the, and uh, Sidekicks. The Rodney with, Dangerfield movie? That's the one. <laughs> Vehicle. Um, Jonathan Brandis, yeah, he died. That's unfortunate. I shouldn't have brought it up. Please, continue. (laughs) The Amazing Jonathan is a uh, comedian magician. Um, He had some specials on Comedy Central, like, several years ago, like, in the early aughts. Mm -hmm. uh, Late 90s, early aughts. And, uh, man, he was fucking funny as fuck. Um, There's a, like, violence and, like, very, like, black Mm humor-infused comedy in there. But uh, it's very good. Um... So this documentary, I saw pop up on Hulu, and a lot of people were talking about it online. And I thought, oh, i got to watch this, because I like him as a comedian anyway. Uh, but like a couple years back, or a few years back, he had mentioned that uh, he had some type of, I think, cancer? Um, or some type of debilitating disease, and he was given like a year to live or whatever. And so there was a documentary crew that started you know, filming his life wow. um, because he ended up living past that. Like he's still alive today. And the, like the documentary is so strange. Like as this documentary that you're watching is talking to him, like later you find out there's a second documentary crew what? that gets involved that are like with Warring? filming him as well. Warring Almost. Factions. Yeah. Like they, they have like whenever they go, um, like Amazing Jonathan, he decides to do like a, a small tour and he goes out to these different um, uh, venues mm-hmm. and the documentary crews have to like get there early <laughs> to like stake out where they're yeah. going to put their cameras and everything. And it's just, I don't know, it's, it's a little bit weird. And then like the, the um, original documentarian, he's like, he, he gets his balls busted by... The Amazing Jonathan. All three. For, yeah, all three of oh, them. Wow. Yeah. That's coming up a lot. Yeah, that's weird. Maybe I don't have enough. <laughs> i have to Google Put it later. guys out. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's really weird. And then, if you think there's not a third documentary <laughs> crew that <laughs> you're out of your goddamn mind. But, um, yeah, it's, it's really Holy strange. Shit. Like, I don't know if I liked it, but yeah. I, I do think it's something that is interesting to watch like i don't know if i can recommend it or not uh-huh but if if you do watch it let me know because i still don't know how i feel about it i i don't know if the the whole like illness thing was a ruse mm. if this whole documentary was a ruse mm. i don't i don't know i don't i like it's so absurd i don't know it's so yeah, weird it is it is so it's the movie from the first crew Yes, yeah, it, it's one one guy. I can't think of his name, but yes, yeah, uh-huh. just like a, a single so, documentary. Are there more documentaries? Thing. Like, are there? A, is there a second and a third from the other crews? So no, 
like okay. to this point, no. Hmm. The the secondary one that came on board during this filming, mm-hmm. they were supposed to have their documentary out before this one. Oh, maybe I'm just not aware of the the other documentary, yeah. but like this one was on like Hulu's like front page or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you know, I guess maybe this one got more press if that other one did it's come like out. Fire festival, yeah, all over yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, it's really it's weird. It is. It is pretty set up. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, interesting. So you loved it. It's great. Highly recommend it. Everyone should go see it. Yeah, <laughs> go to a theater, demand it. <laughs> Have somebody just put their iPad Pro. Yeah, just up bring your screen. Yeah, uh, can we just uh, set this up? <laughs> right. I brought it. Yeah. I brought Hulu with me. Interesting. Right, let me turn it up a bit. <laughs> you guys hear in the back? Yeah. Everybody, be quiet. <laughs> Stop munching on popcorn. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, what else do you have? Let's see what I got. Uh, Mindhunter Season 2 came out on Netflix. I've heard a lot of good things about this show. <sighs> Mindhunter is great, man. Yeah. It's so good. So Amanda and I watched the first season and liked it a whole lot. Um, and we're looking forward to the new one. It's uh, David Fincher's like producing and he directs a lot of the episodes and stuff. So oh, cool. Yeah. Has this cool vibe of a lot of his stuff, like uh, especially like his Zodiac movie and stuff. Mm-hmm. Because this is about, Mindhunter is about, like, the creation of the Behavioral Sciences Unit in the FBI back in, like, the early 80s. Mm-hmm. And um, to what they are now, where they were, like, first, like, identifying serial killers. And so they, like, go around the country and interview them. And then they have, like, in this in this season, they uh, spend a lot of time as, like, a thread in Atlanta. Because there was this thing called the Atlanta Child Murders back in the 80s, which I had never heard yeah. about. Um, but, like, nearly, like, 30 kids go missing. Oh it was like two year period or something like that. It was crazy. Is and, it? Uh, mm-hmm. Was there a, a psychotic clown involved? I don't want to ruin this story. It is out there on Wikipedia, but um, no. Oh. <laughs> sorry okay. to burst your bubble. Okay. Not this time. Ooh, balloon. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry to burst your balloon. Um, no, it, uh, they're just really well made. Um, this one went a lot more in depth. There's like, you know, obviously the main characters and stuff. And there's one guy we love so much. Um, he's just like a great, great character. And they delve a lot more into his family life and, the, and some of the other ones too. So they kind of like expand that out a little bit. And mm-hmm. some of it to me, I was like, I was here for because it expands it more. And some of it, I was just like, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm into like the, the killers they're interviewing and stuff. Because there's like, uh, there's ones that I've never heard of. Like there was one they interview in, in Houston. Um, there was like a Houston serial killer back in like the sixties. I'd mm. never heard about, and so I like Wikipedia that afterwards. Um, was it Sam Houston? It was. <laughs> no one would have suspected <laughs> the founder. <laughs> He's murdering everybody. It's crazy. Keep those taxes low. Or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. It was really good though. It ended. Um, I feel like we hadn't seen um, season one since it came out. We almost rewatched it leading into this because we kind of mm-hmm. forgot, but they have like a recap it worked out. But I kind of feel like uh, season one also kind of ended and I was kind of disappointed. Um, this one kind of ended and it was kind of like, a, it felt like abrupt, you know, yeah. a little bit. Um, but it's also kind of how it's, it's based on true stories at least. So mm-hmm. kind of how real life ended. Uh, but overall, yeah, it's really good and I highly recommend it. Um, so, especially if you're a Fincher fan. So. And it's two seasons? It's two so seasons far. now, yeah. And okay. they're, only, they're like eight episodes, I think. Eight or nine each. Okay. And they're like an hour. Um, some of them are a little bit longer. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. To, to like fit more. In. So the characters... Okay. For some reason, I was under the impression that it was like an anthology series and it reboots mm. with each season, but it's like the same... It's more... Like it's like new cases okay. that kind of like renew the mm. season, whatever. Yeah. But then like... Um, 
it's about them like creating this behavioral sciences unit. So like in the first <clears> season, like not so much of a spoiler. In the first season, it's like three people that started or whatever. And yeah. They've like, expanded like as they go along. Like they're trying to like build it up because now it's like this huge thing like where yeah. they're profiling people, but they're basically interviewing the like serial killers to figure out like how they can profile them and like figure out traits for the first time. So. Mm-hmm. Um, they're based on real people, but the people, like, in real life have different storylines and stuff, like, family lives and whatever. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's 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 cool. Like, um, our favorite part of it, like, that main guy um, we like a lot in the cast, but um, the guys they cast for their killers are, like, phenomenal. Um, this one, they they advertised a lot. They interview um, Manson in, in prison. Like, actual Manson? Well, they interview, like, a guy. Oh, okay. uh, it's all actors and stuff, right? But mm-hmm. they they interview him like in the eighties, like after like right after he was caught, pretty much. Okay, a few years. But what's awesome is the guy that played Manson and Mindhunter as an old Manson is the same guy that Tarantino cast as Manson in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, really? So he's out in concurrent Manson roles as young and old. Holy shit! So it's like a really cool. Like, I still haven't seen Hollywood yet, but um, I'm really excited to after seeing Mindhunter and seeing him as like the old version of that. So it, like, really fits that this is just Manson in my head almost, you know, like, seeing him in that, in both pictures at least, so. That's, do you think they did that on purpose? I, I thought about it because it's Fincher, so, like, Fincher and Tarantino seem like they could be, like, they're, all, they're, like, on par in Hollywood, you know, like, stature and stuff, and they're both, like, really methodical. They would, I, I would think they would respect each other, mm-hmm. basically, but, like, I can't imagine Tarantino giving up, like, any leeway in his casting mm-hmm. so like per, i don't know which way what, what, which one went first like who cast first and who shot first um i don't know if it's just a giant coincidence i can't well, imagine either one yeah obviously han shot first but <laughs> that's true that's yeah, true yeah. yeah we can all agree uh, but i don't know who they cast as greedo mm-hmm. you know yeah. and where he fell on that in the timeline of it but um it works that both of them are the same dude so okay once upon a time in hollywood yeah. takes place in the 70s i think so yeah. Was it's Charles it's Manson Greedo while filming filming Star Wars? He did wear a mask. Huh. Will, will we know? Look. Hmm. Interesting. The show is filled with conspiracies. First, Raccoon Jizz. Second, <laughs> Manson is Greedo. <laughs> we can all agree. But Han shot first. That is not a controversy. Han, Han shot first. Happened. That gave Manson some ideas. Just uh, about like general murder. Not good. Like he didn't have laser guns. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, he was in the future it will yeah he was gaining you know well it takes place in the past though that's true that's what really it's still an out. airtight it's it's, it's airtight yeah, absolutely true story yeah yeah really happened yeah <laughs> we can all agree we can all agree <laughs> <laughs> there's a an old joke from um how i met your mother with jason siegel because he's just amazing whatever mm-hmm. um but uh, there's like a girlfriend, like they all love Star Wars. And there's like a girlfriend who has never seen him. And he's like, she's never seen Star Who's Who's never seen Star Wars? The only people who haven't seen Star Wars are the people that, that were in Star Wars because they live the Star Wars, Ted. They live the Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I feel about that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, we know Mark Campbell has seen it. Yeah. Right. Because he loves it. Joking. He fully embraces it. Yeah. Yeah. The chair's kind of. Squeaky, squeaky, a little squeaky. bit. Little I gotta go lean on this side. That's oh, there, there oh, too. Yeah, everywhere. It's just not weird tooths. It's mature. Well, I swear. Look, the listeners love it. They're gonna be jacking off to it anyway, right? <laughs> like, is this ASMR? Uh huh. This this chair noise? Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually delayed. It was weird. I tried to get it to go before that. Okay, so 
for the listener, Stephen is sitting in an old-timey rocking chair. Yeah. Yeah. We we bought it from the Cracker Barrel. Um, <laughs> and after we bought it, huh? we, uh, we you know, put it in our car, and we turned around to thank the guy for helping us load it. Gone. Yeah. Looked at the Cracker Barrel. Gone. Yeah. I found a, we found a guy on the side of the street, mm-hmm. um, like a homeless guy. Mm-hmm. And we were like, we, where'd that guy go? And he was like, that place burned down 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then we were like, okay, cool. So we just like... We, we just, just left. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't get our money back. No. But, you know, it was a fake 20 anyway, so... <laughs> It's one of those fake 20s that's like, if you un- like if you fold it up, it looks like a fake 20, uh-huh. but once you unfold it, it's just like half the size of a dollar bill. Yeah. You know? It's like in the back of a mad magazine where you like fo- yeah. do the like fold over thing. It's one of those. They start to unfold it. You're like, uh, mm-hmm. do that later, please. Yeah. Just yeah. trust me. Yeah. So anyways, I've got a ghost curse. <laughs> I'm working through it, you know. And the but, rocking chair. Yeah. Is part of the that's part conspiracy. Of it. Yeah. yeah it's but like, I'm sitting in it, so I'm going to die. No. No, you're not going to die. It's just okay. like a minor annoyance, really. Oh, it's the squeakiness. Yeah. So it's not even the squeaky chair. It's like a ghost that's oh. like, freak, freak. Yeah, honestly, I didn't even notice it until you said something. I'm just I, so tuned out to it. I probably you know? did that to everybody listening right now. Oh, look, my house is on fire. <laughs> you know, I never look just out. Just like that here. cracker barrel. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming for us. It's <laughs> happening. It's going to be true. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. <laughs> we still have three hours of recording to My wife's it. asleep. Should we, should we wake her up to leave uh, the burning house? Hmm. She's a hard sleeper. I don't like to wake her up. I don't, she gets very angry. Yeah, I don't. I don't support the waking of spouses. It did not work out well for me. Yeah, when I went to propose to my wife. Yeah, yeah. I'm still paying for it. So <laughs> what does a lot of sleep? Marriage, right? <laughs> well, speaking of murder, um, oh yeah, as you did, I will uh, go with a fictional murder. Okay. Something bad is going on in Alaska, Stephen. Ooh. There. There be murder. There, there be Wendigo. I listened to <laughs> Wolverine the Long Night podcast. Oh, on, yeah, uh, on podcast apps everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I've been curious uh, about this. It was good. Yes, like sweet 10, 30 minute episodes. Um, sometimes a little bit shorter. Right around there. How do they do it so short? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> They have to pay people. That's why. Uh, so they uh, gotta they gotta stay on budget. Like, let's get out of here. But the like the special effects and like the music they use mm-hmm. and everything, the the Such acting shit. in it, it's all all pretty good. Awesome. Uh, Richard Armitage plays. Uh, Armitage. Yeah, he's from The Hobbit, uh, which we've talked oh, about yeah. uh-huh. earlier this weekend. Um, we both love The Hobbit trilogy. We're gonna watch the only the first one, uh, but we assume all of it's great. Yeah. Um, but I remember when. This was announced. We uh, we had the Wolverine giggle fits, and this is where we came up with our story: <laughs> Wolverine sitting in a bar, eating a bowl of cereal off a plate. Oh yeah! But, wow, so, that's a stretch. Sans bowl. He's just got cereal on a flat plate uh-huh. that he pours milk upon. Yep. Yeah. Uses like a his, real psychopath. Yeah. 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 And he uses his claws <laughs> yeah, to, to eat it. it. Yeah. So that's the main reason for me to bring to this actually up. Actually, check it out. Yeah. yeah. D- just just to like. Rehash that story. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Otherwise, the podcast is is fine. Yeah. Um. It's fun. Um. There's kind of a weird twist toward the end, but I went back mm-hmm. and I, like, listened to a like making of, podcast somewhere I think, and they had filled in. Oh yeah, we had hinted previously in like like early episodes that this specific thing is going on, but even still, it's just kind of a weird hmm. twist. I think it's still worth like checking out like a couple episodes just to like. 
get a feel for it or whatever? Is it like it's an all a, all a dream type of twist? No. Okay. No. But like, um, there's a, a, a one of the characters in it is more than they appear. Oh, like a transformer? It's a transformer. <laughs> I mean, and you're like, I love transformers. I love X Men. I just didn't expect them together. Yeah. In a podcast. Yeah. If I'm gonna watch Transformers, I'm gonna watch it move around. Well, I mean, you watch it move around in your in your brain. Okay. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of jerking off. Yeah. <laughs> is there is there a uh... <laughs> Transformers six? I don't yeah. know what they're on anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, six. Six. Yeah. 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 Man, yeah. got it. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> Autobots, squared off. <laughs> I I feel like uh, I heard about a season two of that Wolverine podcast. Yeah, it's, it's out. It's uh, okay. It actually came out at the beginning of this year. I haven't listened to it yet, yeah. but it does have Gambit in it. So oh, look forward to going cool. back. And this is like these episodes are better to like binge listen to. Yeah, I listened to like the first couple of episodes of that second season as it was coming out. By the time I got to that third episode, I was like, wait, what's, what's happening? Mm-hmm. I was so lost on everything. So I'm well, going to go back and listen to those that second series and yeah. uh, get into that. But I guess Marvel's doing more of these type of podcasts. Yeah, I heard They have that. Uh, a new one coming out called Marvels, which is based mm-hmm. on a, a comic. And uh, um, Ben Urich from... Um, mm-hmm. He's like a, a Spider-Man character, like a Marvel Universe character. And uh, yeah, he was in Daredevil... Uh, he's played by, um, oh, like, normally he's white, but he was, he was played by this black actor, but he embodied mm-hmm. him so well that that's, like, almost how I picture him now. Mm-hmm. But for this Marvel's uh, series, um, he's going to be voiced by none other than Method Man. Oh, wow, interesting. From Method Man the Rapper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you clarified. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. From the Wu Tang, oh, from the Wu Tang, it all comes back. All comes back to the. I Wu. looked. I looked up this guy mm-hmm. who played. Is that the dude you're talking about? Yeah, the, the black one. So, yeah. uh, Joey Pants played him in the Joey Daredevil Pants. movie. Uh huh. Um, but uh, yeah, that guy, Vondi, Vondi Curtis Hall. But what I like about oh. it when it when it shows up, it says played by, and it says Vondi Curtis Hall or Joe Pantale- Pantaleone, mm-hmm. Le- Leono, whatever. Uh, but it says. Uh, Daredevil under each of them, mm-hmm. which I think is like, oh, they were in Daredevil, but it looks like they both played Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> and I like to think of Joey Pants playing Daredevil. <laughs> I mean, interesting casting choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, interesting. Um, I've, been, I've been curious about that mm-hmm. uh, podcast, about that format for those characters and stuff. And it sounded mm-hmm. kind of interesting. So, yeah. Like I said, they, about it. they do a really good job with like the atmosphere, and there's mm-hmm. a, a certain point where they like go into like this. Um, like mining cave or like something that's very like echoey and it sounds just like yeah. it. Like it's really well done. I can't imagine how many like oh yeah man hours were spent yeah you know, woman hours yeah. You know, yeah, yeah yeah human hours were spent on this you know there you go so Get with it Brandon. yeah god damn don't make those mistakes anymore Shit. we're a good podcast now oh god good I'm so sorry we're good now okay we'll right. recover it's yeah. fine mm-hmm. um we'll move past it yeah um. Yeah, that sounds cool though. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm kind of intrigued still. I'm glad that you listened to it, so I don't have to. <laughs> but if I want to now, now I have a recommendation. It's, it's out there. It's, and yeah, it reminded me of like if they were going to bring Wolverine into the MCU mm-hmm. because they hadn't at that point. That's kind of what it would feel like. Yeah, that tone or whatever. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, so it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait. 
he'll show up. Just <laughs> shows up. It would kind of play the cereal like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. <It's> <laughs> um, let's see. So, Brent, I started telling you about this movie last night called Serenity. Yeah, the the Firefly. The Firefly movie. Yeah. Um, no, this is a new movie. It just came out 2019. I thought it was last year. It was this year. When you told me about this last yeah. night, it blew my mind. Because you showed me the trailer. <laughs> yeah. Like, you had mentioned it. I was like, uh... You said Matthew McConaughey's in it. Yeah. Uh, Anne Hathaway. The, Anne Hathaway. Yeah. And I was like, oh, the, oh, wait, no, those are just actors I know. I mm-hmm. None of this sounds familiar to me. Like, the last... Yeah, you were like, I didn't remember this at all, yeah. The, the last Matthew McConaughey movie I remember hearing about was the... Was it like the... Surfer dude or something like that. Oh, the Beach Bum. Beach Bum. I started okay. watching that the other day too. Okay, yeah, that's fucking weird, man. <laughs> yeah, I heard it was not good. It's Harmony Corinne or Corinne, um, and he's weird. He did Spring Breakers, and I love Spring Breakers. Oh, okay. Um, he's done like a lot of weird shit though, and it's yeah. uh, the Beach Bum. It was probably okay, and I'll probably watch it. Like I'll probably finish it, but uh, he just makes weird shit, and yeah. it's hit or miss with everybody. But yeah. Uh, yeah, with me as well. So, what is this version of Serenity about? They're in a spaceship. They're in a spaceship. Nathan Phil, obviously. Yeah. Um, no, so it's Matthew McConaughey, Anne Hathaway, Diane Lane, who I fucking have a huge crush on since my childhood, and oh she's my God. stellar in this, worth, like always. Worth the price of a mission for a oh, Man um, of Steel. Yeah, oh yeah, there you go. Martha! Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jason Clark. You know Jason Clark? Yeah, is? from, yeah. Uh, he's in, uh, the second Apes movie yeah, that came out. Yeah, I was gonna say, I always forget which, what they're called. He's, they're he's a great actor. He's, he's so yeah. good that when I heard him speak with his regular oh, Australian yeah. accent, I was like, What? what? No fucking way. I don't way. know that I've actually heard him speak with his... He, yeah, interesting. He was in that, something? Uh, that... Was it like Everest movie or something like that? Okay. A few years back. Yeah, I remember. Brandon and I rented and watched it. Um, bit of a bummer, that, that movie, <laughs> based on true events. We didn't know. Bit of a bummer. A little bit. And uh, we watched the special features, and we were like, yeah, well, I had some shrimp on the barbie. That's so weird. Crikey. He's like really good at... Yeah, he's in a crocodile. <laughs> Cried all Dundee walks in. <laughs> yeah. like, this is my bit. <laughs> yeah. Now that's it. Knife. It's like, oh, okay. So, oh, okay. You, know, you yeah. played it. Yeah, that's not cool. everyone does yeah. it. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, it has my uh, my favorite to pronounce, Digimon. Oh, Digimon. Yeah. Kansu. Digital uh, Monsters. <laughs> yeah. And uh, this dude, Jeremy Strong, who I know from a few movies and stuff. He was in Zero Dark Thirty. Uh, we know him from Molly's Game. Um, okay, yeah. But he's like I a, him, I just... Yeah, uh, more of like a face I recognize. Mm-hmm. I didn't know his name until this, mm-hmm. but... Um, so this takes place like on a, a, I think like a Caribbean island and like the trailer I showed you, Brent, is like, you know, it's like a, a noir mystery type thing, whatever. Anne Hathaway used to be married to Matthew McConaughey. She's with Jason Clark now, who's like an abusive husband. They have, McConaughey and Hathaway have uh, a kid together who's like 13 or something. And McConaughey now is like, he lives on an island and he takes people like tuna fishing for like, like tourists or whatever for like lots of money. Mm-hmm. And it's just... All around, so bizarre. I had heard like really like bad things about it, but then I kind of heard like, well, maybe it's like so bad it's good type of reviews. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm just gonna give this a shot. It looks fucking weird. I heard, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know, I don't remember if I heard that it has like a twist or the ending is weird or just like the whole story goes to left field, or whatever. I was like, I know that there's something that's like throws everything out of whack and it's just bonkers. Yeah. Brent, this movie is bonkers. It is so crazy. And I, I was telling you last night, too, like, I, I was hoping this would be, like, a fun bad movie. Like, something How Did This Get Made yeah. would do, you know? Like, um, 
that it'd be like a fun experience. And some people online, like on Reddit, were saying that they felt that way. But most mm. people were like, this was just trash. Like, it's just not even fun to yeah. be good. But, um, man, it, it takes some weird-ass turns um, that are completely out of left field. It's like a very, like, uh, someone said this is McConaughey in his uh, Lincoln commercial role. <laughs> It's basically like him just like looking around and saying stuff sort of low under yeah. his breath and talking about the sky. Mm. And it's like this weird drama. And then as it goes along, like it's all this conspiracy stuff and like are people on the island involved or whatever. But like mm. his ex-wife just comes back and finds him. And man, it's just Wait, it, bonkers. Matthew McConaughey's ex-wife? Anne Hathaway is his ex-wife. Oh. Yeah. Okay. They have a kid together. All right. Jason Clark is her new abusive husband. So she goes back to McConaughey to say, can you take him out on your boat? This okay. is all like in the, you just didn't know it, but it's all in the trailer, essentially. Yeah. I didn't know who was related who's, to who. Who's yeah. what? The trailer's like, I think it's cool. Like, totally it's cool, but uh, you don't really get much of the story. You don't know what's happening until yeah. you start watching the movie. Yeah, so McConaughey is supposed to take him out on the boat and kill him, but he doesn't want to do it. But he's, she's like, I'm being abused. It's awful, whatever. Like, you need to kill him. Jason uh, Clark is like a, a drunk in it and everything, and he's just like a bad, overall bad dude. Um, but yeah, Brent, I, I want to spoil this for you. Oh yeah, please. I don't plan on watching this. <laughs> All right. Cause I want to spoil this for the viewer or for our listeners okay, as well. Yeah, yeah. Cause it's not fun to watch. And as I describe it, I mean, to describe it as a fun, bad movie, I think, because it's so bonkers that you'd think like, I almost have to watch that. Yeah. So this movie plays out where McConaughey, I'll try to go through it quick. McConaughey is like a, he's trying to catch this one fish, this one tuna. It keeps getting away, kind of like a Jaws situation, which we had just watched like the week before. Yeah. So it's like, I'm all about this. It's kind of like Moby Dick. Like he's always like trying to get this one fish. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of ruining his life because he's like not letting the tourist fish. He's like trying to get it all the time, whatever. He has this like one singular goal. He's kind of uh, living in this small town on the small island in the middle of nowhere. We don't know where it's at. His ex-wife comes back. Um, she, Anne Hathaway plays this movie straight up like a 1940s noir. Like even her hair is done up that way and stuff. She oh, like yeah. talks that way, like yeah. the femme fatale. Um, McConaughey has like a, like uh, a side mission. Diane Lane, basically whenever he can't make money from fishing, he goes and fucks her and she gives him money like a hooker and she calls him that at one point. Yeah. Okay. It's cool. Diane yeah. Lane's hot. Let's sure. watch that. She yeah. always wears a robe. Don't oh. understand it. That's cool though. Yeah. Um, eventually like he keeps like refusing to uh to kill this guy and just wants to catch his fish and then the the mark strong or jeremy strong rather the the creepy guy that's walking around keeps trying to find him and at one point he looks at his watch and he's like i'm 23 minutes behind what's happening and it's like that's weird there's like a whole new twist to this movie what does that even mean it's like a supernatural thing almost he finally talks to mcconaughey about a little over halfway through the movie he catches him like at 2 a.m. coming back to his uh, his home and they have a drink together and he he tells him, I know she wants you to kill him. You can't kill the man. Go after the fish. And it's like, man, this is so weird. Like this guy doesn't know him at all. Like, yeah. There's no sense for this. And in this conversation, just a little over halfway in the movie, McCon- he tells McConaughey, I am the rules. And McConaughey's like, what? And he's like, those are the rules. And McConaughey gives him more drinks until the guy reveals to him, well, obviously, we're all in a video game. What? <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Holy shit. Never. Never would I. Right? Uh, is there any, like, 
There's no indication. There's no like pixelated backgrounds no. or anything. The only thing that I noticed afterwards, because I thought it was a really bad stylistic choice, was whenever like McConaughey first shows up on his boat and like uh, Jason Clark shows up in the hotel. It starts like from behind them, and the camera like quickly swoops around them, and it even makes like a noise, like it's like, mm-hmm. and it's like a really quick thing. And later on, I realized, oh, it's like in a video game mm-hmm. when you're on a character and you can like move your camera around them. Yeah, that's what they were doing. They were like making a video game like look to it. But other than that, like there's no real indication. It's just like a fishing movie with like this murder thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. You start seeing flashes of his 13 year old kid sitting at his computer. The whole Holy time. Shit. And he he opens a map and realizes it's an ocean and just his little island in the middle. And what has happened is Anne Hathaway is real and Jason Clark is real and abusing her. And they she has a son who is a computer programmer. And he has made a video game to connect with his dead father, Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> so the, the fish that he is after is his it that's the game it's a fishing game because his dad loved to fish yeah so that's why he's so caught on wanting to catch this fish and then they he rewrites the game to kill the stepfather oh brandon gets so much better wait how old is this kid he's like 13 and he's invented technology to talk to people in the afterlife essentially like it's like mcconaughey starts realizing like he is an he's an ai who is awakening Mm. Um, there's parts in it, I kind of skipped over, there's parts of it where he's, like, in the water in the ocean, and he can hear his son, like, talking to them, and so there's, like, another supernatural thing at first, you think, like, they have this connection or whatever, and his son keeps being, like, kill him, like, I need you to do this, whatever, and it turns out, like, no, it's just a video game, and he was talking to him, and, like, whatever, like, he's becoming sentient AI, or whatever. Holy shit. And so he is, like, I'm gonna go through with this for my son. Yeah. I need to do it. And then, the further thing is that... The son has created this video game to pump himself up to challenge his stepfather. And once McConaughey kills the guy on the boat, they like catch a fish and he lets him like go overboard and like get dragged under like Jaws kind of. Yeah. Like, he's a barrel. Yeah. He gets dragged right under. Uh, and he's like hammered. So he just goes. And once that happens, it starts intercutting with the kid in real life grabbing a knife and he goes and murders Holy his stepfather. Shit. And. There's, like, blood everywhere, and then it shows, like, the end of the movie basically is, like, uh, McConaughey is still in the video game, his kid has murdered this guy, and they're, like, they're basically claiming self-defense, which Mm -hmm. it basically was, Um, and he is released to Anne Hathaway, to his mom, Mm -hmm. and he rewrites the video game so that he and his dad can now go fishing, and it shows him, like, it ends with him running on the dock in the video game, like, as a character. Yeah. And now, and they hug, they embrace on his, on McConaughey's boat, and all is happy. Wow. <laughs> that is insane. Holy shit. It was bonkers. That, yeah. Boy, that is a hell of a twist. Did you ever, so, watching that trailer, right? No. Would you no. ever imagine no. that's where that story went? No. Well, now that I think back to it, like, there's a, a point where they walk by like some mirrors and you can see the little like turtle cameraman from Mario 64 in oh, yeah. a cloud. <laughs> that would have been like, great. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm seeing the pieces fit together. Sorry, my tears are real squeaky right now. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, you'd think, like, there's a part where it shows, like, uh, I guess on his computer screen, like, it shows the sky. It's, like, a, the ocean and, like, Jess McConaughey's boat, like, fishing boat, and mm-hmm. then, like, the beautiful sky. Like, in, I think they filmed, actually, in Africa or something. But um, it looks like the Caribbean or something. Mm-hmm. And it zooms back, and then you can see that it's actually, like, a dome of, like, panels. And it's, it's basically, like, it looks like The Sims. Like, the kid, like, created his own, like, Sims video game. Mm-hmm. But at first, you're, like, you don't understand it because you're, like, but they're, like, photorealistic. Obviously, like... They're interacting with people like this is like high high technology like yeah. like you said like he just created all this shit like it doesn't make any sense and they act like he just made this game like to deal with his grief hey, you know and his dad, year olds and and then build it up so he can kill his new dad <laughs> right, yeah. and that's it like he's like he just needed his dad and the video game to do it so that he would have the courage to go stab his stepfather in real life it's fucked up so weird what if there was like a seventeen minute scene of Matthew McConaughey just like constantly like walking into a wall. To like his body Dude, is constantly moving. He gets like stuck. Yeah. And, and then the thing comes back out. It's like, <laughs> like pulls it back up. Right. Stops him back on the track. Man, it's so weird. Do you see the fish in it? Like, a, yeah. Uh, he, when he, it shows it like underwater and stuff mm-hmm. when he's like caught it. Um, cause I guess tuna are like huge. So it's mm-hmm. like a big ordeal. Mm-hmm. He spends like hours in one part, like all sweaty and stuff, like mm-hmm. trying to reel it in and always gets away. Um, but yeah, it's like it's just like a fishing game, and that's your goal or whatever. So like some of the other AI on the island and stuff, he'll talk mm-hmm. to. They all start trying to convince him to like, like go after the fish. Like don't mm-hmm. go after that guy. We don't know why you're after that guy. Go after that fish. Mm-hmm. And he'll like ask them questions, and it's like clearly like they're just. You realize like later on like oh they've always been responding this way, but like they're pretty decent AI. So like it always just made sense. Yeah. And then as he asks them more questions, it's like oh no they're AI. They're they're video game characters. <laughs> And that's what that guy was, the creepy guy was like, I am the rules. He was like some computer program that was supposed to be like, you're supposed to follow fish. Yeah. And he's trying to get it on the right track or whatever. But um, yeah, it's just bizarre, man. It's such a weird story. He was like the Agent Smith of the Serenity universe, yes. right? Yeah. Um, so does Matthew McConaughey catch other fish during the movie? He, I mean, he helps other people fish. I don't know if he, I think they catch some stuff. But he pulls it up and he's like, oh, it's not a tuna. And he throws it back. <laughs> the very which could be, uh, I blanked out through a lot of it. Um, <laughs> there was a part where he starts night fishing for something else and not mm-hmm. tuna. Um, and he was very upset about not fishing for tuna. That's his thing. Yeah. So he probably would have Ooh. said that. And he might have. He might have. You know? Um, yeah, I didn't really know. Uh, the guy who wrote it and directed it did... Um, a few other movies he he wrote dirty pretty things which is just a movie i remember from like 2002 that was mm. out whenever i was in the video store and stuff mm-hmm. um he did eastern promises um he wrote that that was a vigo movie vigo mortensen oh vigo the carpathian from yes. uh, ghostbusters yes okay i get it fucking ghostbusters yeah. oh yeah yeah anyway i didn't know much about his work before that and uh but like he had, like dirty pretty things i think um was nominated for like uh, best screenplay. Wow! Um, that year, so it, like got a lot of range. Yeah, he does for sure. Um, but yeah, very weird. He uh, he did this movie. It is a movie. It's not much fun. Um, Where is it streaming right now? Is it on um, like Hulu, Netflix? It was Prime on. I think it was on Prime. I think oh. it showed up on Prime. Um, that's where I watched it. Yeah, Prime. He did Lock, Lock. with. Uh, do you remember that coming no, out? Huh. This one actually looked good. I heard about it. It's uh, Tom Hardy 
where he's like driving around all night, but it's like it's supposed to be like a single room drama or whatever. It's like just his car, oh, cool. yeah. but it's supposed to be like really good. He's supposed to be amazing in it. But he did he wrote directed that one, and that one had like uh, good reviews, I think. So wow, um, a lot of range, a lot of range. Do you think it has a ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes that movie? This one has like a twenty or something. Do you think Matthew McConaughey just picked that movie because it was on a beach somewhere? So yes, okay. When I was reading about it online, people on Reddit were saying like they were in the industry or whatever, and they'd be like, well, you know, he's picking stuff. Because people are like, how could they read the screenplay? There's so many good people in this movie, right? Mm-hmm. Like that, like Diane Lane, the Digimon, Jason Clark, like all these people, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, did they not read the script or whatever? And then someone was like, no, well, they just got to shoot on a beach for three months. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck it. Yeah. Go with it. Like, that's just a vacation you get paid for. That sounds great. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I guess so, man. Like, more power to them. Yeah. If they had fun, maybe it's a good crew, you know? I mean, it's um, worth the experience, I suppose, right? I suppose. I'm looking at the uh, reception right now. It holds a 20%. Oh, wow. On Tomatoes. That high. Yeah. <laughs> so, basically the best video game movie I've ever seen. Right? Just edges out Mortal Kombat. <laughs> um, Wait, the first one or Annihilation? Annihilation. Hell yeah. Yeah. Annihilate him. <laughs> Head turns into a dragon. <laughs> That happened in this movie. Right? They were like, finisher. <laughs> oh, last part. Yeah. I, I glossed over it. I, I mentioned it, but the weird thing. So you have to think back on this. Once you get to the end and you realize, okay, this is like a 13-year-old kid who made a video game to connect with his dad. Okay. And then you start thinking, well, okay. So there's a whole side quest where he has to go fuck Diane Lane for money. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. And it happens a lot. He goes there a bunch. Yeah. And she calls him a hooker. Yeah. Totally fine. So he's making his dad have sex on this thing. And then there's a moment, there's a tense moment on the boat where Anne Hathaway and McConaughey are like, we're not getting back together, but we are going to fuck. Uh-huh. And they fuck hard. Like, it's like, flip you over a table. Let's do it from behind. Let's get on the couch and like rip off clothes. Let's get in there. And these are his parents. And yeah, his current living mother. His current living mother <laughs> and his dead father. He's just making them bone in this video Wait, game. So what if the kid's stepfather is just a regular guy? Right. He just We don't know. He's just laying the pipe to his mom, which he wants to do. <laughs> yeah. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. That would have really like I think that would have elevated the movie because it would have been like a little more highbrow. Yeah. It's like, well, if you don't get it, then you don't get it. It's like over your head. You know, so, like, you gotta know about the edible complex. Yeah. Like, do you even know? <laughs> The edible complex. Yeah, it's like you know, you know, somebody who wants to have sex with their, their mom. You uh-huh. know, like this is for that group of people. Yeah, he's like, look, I've put together some good movies, critically acclaimed. This one's for me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I got some shit I'm working out. He just wanted to go in theaters and watch it with people and yeah. jerk off in the trench coat in the back. Mm-hmm. It's like a whole cathartic experience. Yeah, like he. It had to be difficult because he had to find a theater that was playing yeah. the movie, first yeah. of all, right? Very low. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that happened, and uh, you're all welcome to watch it. Man, that sounds insane. Um, yeah, it was uh, quite the experience, yeah. I gotta say. But not as much fun. You know, I was, I was like, that sounds... It played out almost like a 90s thriller for a little bit, and I was okay. like, I love 90s thrillers. That's great. Yeah. Anna Hathaway came in with this fucking, like, 40s noir performance, and I was like, okay... Yeah, and then it gets just downhill from there, and then it just really turns, and you're like, "What the fuck am I even watching anymore?" Mm-hmm. And uh, it could have been great, man. There's something about it. It's like it just just missed the the so good, so bad it's good, you know. But it's not quite there. Not there. So. Damn. 
Anyway, just fucking bizarre. Yes. How strange. How bizarre? How bizarre? <laughs> um, well, boy, how do I springboard into this yeah. one? We're just going to we're just going to get into go it. Go for it. So, I read a comic by George T- uh, Takei called They oh. Called Us Enemy. Oh, yeah. And uh right there actually but um it's a a graphic novel um i don't remember the artists or the other writers involved on it but um Mm -hmm. it's a um a story about his life and growing up in the japanese internment camps in world war ii where uh it's weird they don't really like teach that in the history class or anything where that uh, would make us look bad yeah where the u.s just imprisoned Mm -hmm. a bunch of american citizen citizens and uh yeah, locked them up just because of, you know, their their heritage or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like uh like some villainous shit. It's very villainous yeah. shit. It's kind of Hitler-esque, but I've heard he's not that bad. Yeah. Stalin's way worse. <laughs> According to our waiter at the melting pot. <laughs> that he killed a... way more people. <laughs> yeah. So when you look at it through that lens, you know. Hitler killed a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. But Stalin yeah. really killed a lot of people. He, yeah. de- he was dedicated. Yeah. He was dedicated. Uh, waiter for Stalin. He was just hanging around our, our table. <laughs> tips, any tips? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just the, his fingernails clanking together. Gross fingernails. Oh, God. Um, but it was, uh, yeah, it was really interesting to say the least. Like, um, he, despite being locked up in these, these camps and like being shifted around to them from, you know, state to state, they like were born in, um, I think, I, I can't remember. They, like, lived in L.A. at a certain point. Um, during mm-hmm. the internment, they got shipped from one place to another. I think they ended up in, like, Arkansas or Kansas mm-hmm. or something like that. And they stayed up there, and they I guess they still have these, like, the old barracks that were built to mm-hmm. house all these people and everything. And, like, the, the community that was there, like, it was difficult, but they tried to make the best of the mm-hmm. situation they could, so... Um, he remembers like he was so young. He remembers seeing his parents being sad, but not understanding why exactly. And it seemed like they were mm. just going on a trip somewhere. And there are other people that look like us that are, are going with us and everything. Hmm. And um, a weird thing as a child to go through. God. Yeah, and like he he mentions like as he was getting older, he would talk with his father about some of the decisions they made. And his dad was like, "Well, look, my main goal was to keep my family together and keep mm. them safe, and so that required us to have to. Um, I think they had to renounce their U.S. citizenship at a certain point. Wow! Because if they didn't, that would cause them to go back to Japan, even though they have like no family there anymore mm. or whatever. And like Hiroshima happened during that time, and there was a." Um, like some family members they had on Hiroshima that like got wiped oh, out wow. or whatever. And they didn't like, there's no internet or anything like that. So they had to wait for like letters and, and all this stuff to wow. get word back. So like, it was a pretty heavy story, but man, it was so good. That sounds like, like a great medium for that. Yeah. Like to open people's minds a little mm-hmm. bit to it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. So yeah, I, I keep waiting for them to make a movie. Cause I feel like that's how mm. most people will yeah come across those stories. Um, but yeah, nothing like that in the pipeline from what I can tell. <laughs> so, um, on the way up here, we were listening to Dak Shepard's podcast, uh, Armature Expert, and he had Busy Phillips on, and they were talking about the um, like power basically of, of pop culture, like mm-hmm. um, 
that that's what really like changes cultures and stuff. Like we need to show certain people in certain ways to like not make fun of them, but to show like, do you think like this view is like absurd or like look at this crazy thing? I think that's like really like true. I think like uh, well, there's so many people that like won't read stuff. They won't like seek things out anymore. But if you like put a movie out in front of them, they'll like they'll pay attention. Like right. in general, the general public will. Um, and it's good to get like any kind of like entertaining medium out of it or mm-hmm. whatever to like get the message across. So and that's why Eva Longoria is doing that flaming hot <laughs> Cheetos. Get that me- yeah, message get the message out there. It's marketing of the highest order. I mean, more power to them. Yeah. Would you compare those two properties? Is that similar to this one? First of all, more power. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, similar projects. Yeah, uh, as you absolutely. Can tell. Absolutely. Um, but uh, but yeah, if, if people are interested in comics, mm-hmm. but they don't really gravitate towards superheroes, maybe they yeah. get their their fix in the movies. Um, they call this enemies is uh, or they call this enemy is uh, a good one to pick up. Yeah, very, very good. good title too. I like that. Yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome time in U.S. history. Yeah. I never learned about it until I was an adult. I mean, it continues to this day. We're all doing great. Great. Everything's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, do we learn our lessons? Nope. No. Um, why? Why would we do that? No, fuck that. We're Americans. Yeah. We're Americans. I was trying to think of all like, these <laughs> metric system now, but like, what are the other? Imper- imperial system all the way. Oh, yeah. Like the only country in the world that still does that. Goddamn right. Um, <laughs> well, I finally, I mentioned earlier, uh, a few weeks ago, I, I've been reading the My Boring Ass Life book by Kevin Smith. Yeah. I finally finished it. Uh, it was really cool. That the, it got through a lot of stuff after I had talked about it that was really interesting. He goes through this whole segment. Uh, I, I knew from the back of the book he touched on some things, but I knew it wasn't the right time period for it. So okay. I didn't know how that would work out. And it was because of, like, anniversaries he would, like, mention stuff. Like, it started, um, there's this huge segment of it um, about him getting uh, Jay through heroin addiction. Right, um, yeah. And, it, and I was like, well, that already had happened and stuff. And it's because it happened over, like, years and years, right, where they were trying mm-hmm. to get him clean. But I, I remembered some of it. I don't know where I read it. I don't remember ever reading this blog, um, My Soul, what was it? My Soul Life. My Boring Ass Life. Um <laughs> Whatever I was out, it was like 2006-ish era mm-hmm. or whatever, early 2000s. Um, but I, I had read some of the story in like a lot, like big chunks of it at least at some point. So I don't know where that was. But anyway, he, uh, he, he had a lot of stuff to, to talk about Jay and his heroin addiction. And they led into like uh, he was gearing up for Clerks 2 mm-hmm. um, during that. And then eventually he um, is filming Clerks 2 during the diary and stuff. So that was mm-hmm. kind of interesting. Um, and there's a lot of cool stuff. It ended up being like a great book. I really loved it. I want to pick up his other ones now. Um, mm-hmm. it's, I know it's, it's just like a diary basically that he put out there like a blog, but, and then made it into a book, but it, it was really fascinating to see like the life of a, a director and stuff and his travel everywhere and like how his assistants work and like this mm-hmm. weird stuff. And then general, like how his life is fairly normal, but then also he has like people come over to his house, like really, really fucking famous people and like read mm-hmm. poetry events and stuff, you know? And, uh, like Oscar winners and whatever, and um, he'll have like poker tournaments with like crazy celebrities and stuff. But yeah. otherwise, he's like a normal dude, you know. Yeah, still really normal. But um, the heroin stuff was really interesting with Jay. He said such a struggle with that and stuff. Um, and it led up to a certain point where he had relapsed eventually after the book. So that was oh, kind of yeah. interesting to know that. Um, there's also a part where they they take him to this like really swanky Hollywood uh, rehab center, and there Jay was there for like a week. And they brought him in the office, and he had been sneaking out and using heroin and stuff, uh, or no. just like escaping or whatever. Yeah. And this time he hadn't, and uh, he was like, "I'm not, I'm not doing drugs." And they're like, "No, there's actually someone here that knows you, and he doesn't want to get out that he's here." And they're like, "He's like, I don't, 
I don't know anybody that does heroin that would be here. I don't know anybody that could afford this fucking place in Hollywood. They opened the door as Ben Affleck. Oh. And he was there for the first time for alcohol. Yeah. And they they were like, knew each other. So Jay said that there are um, uh, pictures, like paparazzi pictures of that facility of Ben. But in the background, you'll see Jay. Oh, like really? smoking a cigarette or something. That's funny. Because they were there at the same time, which is just weird. But, um, but yeah, the book was really good. Um, I ended up re- re-watching Clerks 2 afterwards because of it. Oh, yeah. Uh, which it didn't... Uh, it goes in and out for me. Sometimes I fucking love that movie. I watch it like five times in a year, and sometimes I, I won't watch it for a few years at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was still fun, and it was it was cool to like kind of get the backstory of stuff, and it seemed like such a good production. They got going and stuff, and got yeah. like Jay got clean for it. That was the whole thing. Um, so he was like... He was like, you can't use heroin during this or whatever and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So that was like kind of the reason they did it when they did it. So yeah. that was kind of interesting. But uh, but yeah, it was it was a good little book. Aren't Jay and Silent Bob in Clerks 2, is that where they become like religious fanatics or whatever? Yeah, they'd go, so they'd gone to rehab. It's all about oh. like real life, whatever. So yeah. they'd gone to rehab, found Jesus, um, their Lord and Savior. Um, and they carry out a Bible, but they still sell weed. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they he was arrested. They were arrested for like mischievous conduct or whatever and the guys that were buying drugs from them were like what was that for and he's like driving around with a deployed airbag <laughs> and that fucking happened to Jay he was arrested oh, really? for driving around with a de- deployed airbag so like all Holy that shit. stuff was real and it yeah. came out in the book like he talks about like oh Jay was arrested years ago with a girlfriend they had gotten in a wreck or whatever or they were driving around with the airbag just like hanging there Holy <laughs> shit. so they got arrested and they, I think they found drugs on them when they pulled oh, them over yeah. or whatever yeah um, but yeah so some of that stuff was like from real life, but yeah, it's supposed to it's supposed to be like his coming clean sort of movie, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, he would get clean from their movies basically, and then go back to it. So um, it's a hard hard read to to read about Jay like going through fucking heroin. It's so tough. Yeah. Um, just the stuff it does to his body or whatever. Like he talked about um, going to he had lived with Kevin Smith for a long time during that in and mm-hmm. out like in a room. And then finally he was, Kevin's daughter was two at the time. He's like, you can't be around her if you're going to be doing heroin. Right. And they had, he had like a, when they were out of town one time or whatever, he had a drug dealer like come to their house. Oh shit. And so that was like, Kevin like kicked him out after that. So he'd go live with his mom, but his mom was, um, his mom, uh, died of AIDS. I didn't know that. Jay's mom. Wow. His father was long gone or whatever. Um, but she, for her pain, she was prescribed Oxycontin. So he, she was his dealer. Mm-hmm. So if he went back to see his mom to help her, she would deal to him. And so it was like this all, like cycle all the time. Yeah. And his sister was doing pretty bad too. And he moved back at one point and Kevin went to go pick him up for something or see him. And his sister went in to grab him. And he was like, um, he's like, I don't know. This, this guy came out, like one of Jay's like cracked out heroin friends came out. This skinny fucking dude opened the door and got in the car. And I like, it was Jay. Yeah. Like, he was so, like, skinny and emaciated and stuff. Like, he didn't even recognize him at first. Yeah. Just heroin, you know, wrecks the body or whatever. Damn. Um, so it was, like, that's hard to see. as like, a friend that he'd been, at that time, friends with, like, 13 years or something, you know? Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so they go through the book. I had to read about it afterwards. I, Amanda was telling me, my wife, that uh, that's kind of why they started um, Jane Silent Bob Get Old. It was, like, oh, uh, yeah. to keep him, like, on track mm-hmm. with his sobriety and stuff, because he had relapsed after that, I guess. But, um They've gone through that a bunch and stuff, so. Yeah, just yeah. give him something to do to keep him busy. So he yeah. Got, yeah, yeah, I think it was, because I, I knew, I've, I've only listed that, that those episodes a few times, but I knew they did, like, an anniversary of one of his, like, coins or whatever, like, it was, oh, yeah. like, that year, that week or whatever, um, and they celebrated on there, so I think it's, like, partly to keep him accountable, and, like, yeah, and yeah. then also just, like, 
he's always good when he has a movie or something to do or whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, <clears throat> last quick story about it from stuff that I learned. Um, he fucked uh, Paris Hilton in a bathroom, club bathroom. <laughs> she fucked him, apparently. Yeah. Uh, but Kevin Smith would never mention her name. Yeah. He would just be like this this idiot debutante, whatever, rich girl yeah. who doesn't do anything and showed her hoo-ha everywhere. Uh, and then Jay was like uh, doing heroin and stuff, whatever, going to clubs. And then eventually um, he was like sober and he was part of a crew that was like a sober crew with um, Jack Osborne was like one oh, of those friends. Okay, yeah. So they had like this group that would go out, they would drink Red Bulls and um like tons of them and stuff and then uh like one day paris hilton saw him and like dragged him in the bathroom and they fucked in a stall or something like that and i'm like that's such a weird pairing yeah <laughs> i would never expect that Damn. anyway yeah last note strange <laughs> that was a good detour i just had to throw that out the last right. minute <laughs> um all right so um i've got one thing yeah i've got i've got one more thing for me to mention then yeah. you, you can you know I close yeah. out the rest if you like. That sounds good. So I only got twenty more. Um, all right. So mine is not really entertainment per se, huh? but it is a food item. Oh, okay, yeah. Put this iPad down. What's going on? So there was finally a, a wide release for an item I'd been been waiting for. I know the coasts um, mm. usually get the the big ones, you know, Coastal for, for chain restaurants. Yeah, absolutely. Huh? You know, leaving us flyover states here. Well. Me, not you. Yeah. You're in Texas. Everybody goes to Texas. I have but, two airports. That's right. <laughs> um, the Impossible Whopper. Oh, yeah. Finally made it here. I'm Oklahoma. curious about your opinion. So was I. So was yes. I. So I was listening to Doughboys this past week. Mm-hmm. They talked about it on there. I was like, well, I got to try it now. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, so I went, got one. Stephen, I loved it. Yeah. It was great. Kick ass, man. So... When we were on our way to dinner last night, I uh-huh. asked you if you had any interest in trying Impossible Meats or whatever, and you said, not if it's flavored like a burger. Yeah. That's yeah. not my goal. No. <laughs> right. So like, win me over. Yeah. My original reason for bringing this up was like, uh-huh. oh, hey, you know, if you don't like like meat patties, you don't like yeah. the idea. It's not a meat patty, though it does taste exactly like yeah. one. So yeah, there's, there's no <laughs> cross-pollination there for you. But uh, I overall, I, I liked it. Um, yeah. I like the regular Whopper anyway. Mm-hmm. Tasted just okay. like it to me. Do I know that they didn't give me just a regular Whopper? No. Oh uh, yeah, of yes, course not. Go. Yeah, but I'm going to assume they did. Yeah. So overall, it was it was pretty good. Yeah. Burger King though, you gotta work on your fries. Oh fries, yeah, I know. That's, fries are yeah. lackluster. It's just like to get the onion rings there because uh, they're like small. Fuck. I like okay. the onion rings, but. This is a weird note, but like a few years ago, I feel like they changed something and they like every time I don't get heartburn really, mm-hmm. but every time I'd get like horrible heartburn, like gas and stuff after eating mm-hmm. them. So I don't know. I, I don't really go there anymore, but yeah, I used to love, yeah, yeah. little onion rings. Man, that's a good, that's a good idea. Yeah. I have to upgrade. You should try it out. Go. Yeah. At least yeah. we got to go with that burger. Yeah. It's impossible. Oh, uh, impossible. we went to Rib Crib, Randy mm-hmm. and I last yeah. weekend and, um, for the Marvel trivia thing. Uh-huh. And, uh, their fries were great. They're like nice their fries. season fries. That's the best. That's why I, when I go there, I yeah. and I bring their seasoning back to Houston. They'll give it to me. Oh yeah, and I put yeah. it on fries. It's awesome. You yeah. just have them pour it in your open hand. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 Just cup it back. Yeah. Put it in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> so they have a little container and everything. It's ready to go. Oh. Awesome. I've always offered to pay, and they they refuse. The waiters are like, "No, we have to give it to you." I think because maybe if they paid, they'd have to like list the ingredients or something. Mm-hmm. That's my idea. Uh, but yeah, they'll just give it. 
like a whole package of it. It's awesome. You told me about that, and mm-hmm. you said that you got it. You left the restaurant, mm-hmm. turned around yep. to say thank you. Ripcord was gone. <laughs> yeah. Old guy in a ditch, <laughs> hanging out, says, Ripcord hasn't been here in 30 years. What's weird then, is then I turn across the street, there was a Cracker Barrel. What? But still there. Did they have rocking chairs out front? They had one. One? And, and it said your name on it. <laughs> oh my god. It was carved. Does it look like the one you're sitting in now? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I have some seasoned salt to give you later. Um, yeah, cool, cool. For he is me. Yes. But anyways, uh, Impossible Whopper, good. Fries, not great. Yeah. Um, really like Lester. Nice I like with the dogs, you know. But. I like that you liked the veggie-based meat product, but mm-hmm. not the actual veggie product. Like they failed, they they succeeded at making this awesome veggie product mm-hmm. taste like meat, but they can't simply fry a good French fry. Look, there are so many chain restaurants that have great like fry products, right? Yeah. So like McDonald's, great fries. Mm-hmm. Wendy's, love those fries. Yeah. They really stepped the up the game a few years ago. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, places like, uh, uh, like Whataburger has great fries yeah, as well. I like them, yeah. Um, and uh, was it like, I think Chick-fil-A has the waffle cut fries or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, like, those are all good. Like Burger King, you could just do Step one of those. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, they've got these weird, I don't, I don't even know. They're kind of like mushy fries. Like Yeah, I haven't had their fries in so long. Yeah. I don't even know. I think they tried to like rebrand theirs as well, like a homestyle fry, like when Wendy's did. Yeah. But I don't, yeah, I don't think it was we don't, we don't successful. Like, like um, Arby's. Excellent, yeah, fries. excellent fries. Who, like only true psychopaths buy home fries from Arby's. I don't understand why they even have them. Why would you even? Why would you? Fucking A. Yeah, not good. Get They're out of here. Curly's though. You know what? I let oh. them grab them by the curlies. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> like, like my fries, like I let my pubes <laughs> curly. <laughs> I just stick my hand in the fry thing, come out a Wolverine style. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Got any cereal? You just <laughs> have this. <laughs> Hands are just boiling. Let's get yeah. flesh and boiling off your hand. You know, my favorite fries right now, uh, Amanda and I have been going to Freddy's Steak Burgers. Oh, they yeah. Like, they like shoestring fries. Mm-hmm. Like, they're crispy and stuff. But, um, oh, my God, they're so good. My favorite. You don't know this because you wear flip-flops. But I tried putting those fries in my shoes. <laughs> They don't work. The shoestrings do not work. Look. We have to tie your shoes with them. I have a civil suit pending, so I can't really get into it. Okay, I can't talk about it. my feet are boiling. All the time? All the time, yeah. That's it. I asked if I could put some, like, salve on it or whatever, and the lawyer was like, what? Make it look bad. And it's like, no, don't even... Yeah. Don't don't bother with it. Gotta show it to the jury. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you imagine your wife? She can't even be in that courtroom to watch your feet. No. She won't even let me tell her about the case. Yeah. She made a move. Uh, a move. Uh, she made Amanda move mm-hmm. her feet the other day because the remote was behind her feet <laughs> yeah. from where Brandy was sitting. And Amanda moved them. She grabbed the remote and she's like, "Oh, you can put it back. I'm good now. I'm at the level of the TV. I can't see your feet. I'm not looking at them, so it was good." But I was like, "That's <laughs> yeah. dedication. She really is. Uh, she's there." Yeah, she doesn't like feet. No. Do you remember the Fry Guys from McDonald's? Fry Guys? Yeah, they were like little like pom pom looking characters. Oh yeah, like the the different colors and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what they're called. Fry guys. That was weird. Like, yeah. Why, like, like McDonald's. Okay, so they have, like, their characters are weird. Uh-huh. Like, Ronald McDonald is a clown. Like, okay, I guess. Like, you, okay, you just have a mascot that's whatever you want it to be, right? Uh-huh. Um, oh, Stephen, that reminds me. I have got to show you this one mascot. I've been meaning to, <laughs> to, to show this to you. Um, but anyway, like, so there's Ronald McDonald, right? Uh-huh. He's a clown. Kind of odd, but maybe there's just, like, 
I don't know, maybe they, 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 they yeah. like clowns from back in the day. Uh-huh. Okay, so you have a clown as your mascot. Okay, that's your thing. Got it. But then you have Birdie, who represents, I guess, all of the chicken parts that you've got. Oh, okay. Except, like, it's chicken nuggets. Yeah, so it's like you're basically, like, killing all these things and yeah. cooking them. That seems kind of weird. And then Grimace. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, Grimace. What is that guy even? Have you seen the old school Grimace where he had, he had like spider arms or whatever he had like uh, six arms can't say that i have and he had like a scowl on his face <laughs> i gotta look these up now <laughs> that's a lot i'm throwing at you here it's all right but yeah they have some bizarre bizarre characters the hamburglar i kind of get oh, it yeah. seems like he should be the lead mcdonald's character right Maybe like the burger's so good pimp version oh my god <laughs> holy like a, shit it's got like a pimp cane hell yeah and a hat he's living large and there's multiple versions of the image, so it seems like that was like an actual yeah, right. like promotion. That seems weird. Grimace, come get your money. <laughs> I mean, I, I remember, it's like, oh yeah, there's the, wait, he has like multiple arms? Oh yeah. Yeah, it's weird. He can get all the drinks. All of them. <laughs> He's Thanos. He's... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, all those characters are weird. I was trying to find this thing. I had this picture um, someone posted online of like the old school um, like play place whatever from like the 80s mm-hmm. where it was like there was like a hamburger jail it was like a burger with like bars on it do you remember yeah. that mm-hmm. um yeah it's like a flashback to our childhood it's crazy mayor mccheese you could climb up in his head <laughs> yeah. and sit up in his head and see that makes oh sense too because it's burger related right uh-huh. but then like the fry guys they're just like pom-pom characters yeah but like the i guess they're saying the the little like palm pieces yeah, is that are like fries, fries? if anything the- they'd be like um a bloomin onions upside down Crikey. Yeah, it's like, you know, that's really what they look like. Get it. Knife. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the character yeah. I wanted to to bring up is, uh-huh. um, have you ever heard of AMPM? Like it's a... Uh, it's a... It's a fucking... I've heard of time. <laughs> right? Okay. Okay, so we're on, okay. we're on the right path. Okay. Um, it's a, like a, uh, what do you call it? Like a convenience store type of okay. thing. It's like 7-Eleven sure. type okay. of thing. But they have uh, snack foods there that you can buy. Mm-hmm. We don't have those here regionally. But on, I think, uh, the left coast. Oh. You know. Liberals. <sighs> get out of here. <laughs> you know. Or come, come to get the state. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, there's a, their mascot is called Tumgus. Or Tumgus? Tumgus? Okay. Um, it's a weird I, word. I, yeah, I can't remember why it's called that, but he's a character that's made entirely out of fast food. Okay. Um, or, or, so he's or American. Food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, here, I'll, I'll pull up a, a better picture of I'm this. Excited. Uh, because he looks like an insane, <laughs> insane creature. Wait, how'd you hear about this? I heard him, uh, heard about him on a podcast. Okay. Right? So let me see if I can find a clear picture. Yeah, there we go. So that's what he looks like. His, uh, <laughs> and you can zoom in on it, but it, it is insane. What? <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, he's kind of rad. He looks kind of like a, like a Rastafari. Like he has like dreadlock looking. He, but he looks Twizzlers. He, he's kind of like stonerish. Yeah, stonerish for sure. Yeah. Is like so Cheeto I, beard? I think that's kind of the, the demographic they're aiming for with. Sure having all those foods available i mean it's pretty cool looking i like cinnamon roll kneecaps yeah, yeah. that's the best that's yeah. my favorite so far but his we'll, hands are also cinnamon rolls looks like oh yeah yeah but his um, hair is like twizzlers or something yeah his like hair's that. twizzlers a flowing mane of licorice hair yeah Ooh, women love him guys want to eat him that's oh yeah that's what it says 
I am very intrigued by this. Mm-hmm. This looks like Michelle Obama's worst nightmare. <laughs> They're like, watch initiative. Well, luckily, we got some new people in the White House. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll redo it. Oh, man. Like, hers would be made of, like, apples, apple knees and banana legs. Uh-huh. You know? Maybe a low-fat mozzarella cheese stick. I'm not sure if that's acceptable. There's a uh, kid who has decided to cosplay as Tungus. That is rad. That kid is badass. <laughs> Made entirely out of snack items. Um, but, yeah. I'm very excited about that. We need this here. I think so. We have you know, the regional thing in, in Oklahoma, which is the best convenience store of all time, is Quick Trip. Mm-hmm. And they don't have a mascot. Quick Trip. Every trip. Guaranteed. Wow. You, you're the voice for that? It's like in my dreams. Yeah. I don't know. Make dreams. no money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like this podcast, I'm losing money. Absolutely. Um... Yeah, but uh, I don't know that they've ever had one that I've ever heard of either. But, uh, yeah, um, Quick Trip doesn't have uh, any type of mascot. They need one. They need one. I like the mm-hmm. idea of them having one. I like this guy. They should steal that. Yeah. This is the Midwest. That's fine. We get things so late, nobody even know. Yeah. It doesn't uh, matter. <laughs> there's a joke in Parks and Rec where uh, Tom, uh, Aziz and Zari, is talking about how, how behind the times their, t- their town is. And they're like, he's like, it just reached 1994 here. I don't have the heart to tell them what's going to happen to Kurt Cobain. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, note on Quick Trip though back in the day yeah. when my dad would go there uh, when they first like, started I guess like in the 70s they used to have um, like arcade games inside like a few of them and a Quick Trip and a Quick Trip wow and he and his like buddies after work uh, they would work like nights um, at the Ford factory and mm-hmm. stuff and they would go to Quick Trip and like get a drink like get sodas or whatever and just sit for like hours with like a stack of quarters and just play in Quick Trip that's crazy and I was like why don't they have those right now that yeah, sounds amazing yeah. yeah they want to get people in and out now mm-hmm. but yeah. back in the it's day it's a Quick Trip it's a Quick Trip it makes Truly. sense I get yeah. it it fits their mold but but I was like man I would love to go play like video games randomly mm-hmm. at a Quick Trip sounds awesome also here we have a convenience store chain called Come and Go and if you think <laughs> Come that's not spelled K-U-M yeah like, you know that they were just like, oh, we'll just spell it C-U-M. Oh, man. In, in Go. Yeah. And then, like, eventually, I'm sure it caught up to somebody who's like, oh, it's jism. Yeah. We can't oh. have that. <laughs> yeah. They actually brought that up again, uh, Left Coast people, on the Dax Shepard podcast. They were talking about the Midwest, and they're like, there's a place called Come and Go. Oh, yeah. And they were like, yeah, it's awful. And they, they mistakenly spelled it C-U-M at first, but they were oh, like, yeah. no, it's, it's K-U-M, but still... And they were like, yeah, when we first saw it, we were like, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. And they were coming up with different names, like Stay and Spray. <laughs> it's like the, it would be like the one across the street. It's like yeah. the opposite, you know. Well, there's, uh, I think there's one in Broken Arrow here somewhere that's called like Gittin Scram or yeah. something like that. Gittin Scram. Yeah, or maybe yeah. it was in Tulsa. But like, yeah, yeah it's, it's crazy the names. It's weird names. I don't yeah, it's like, <laughs> when I used to work at a Texaco in Tulsa. And this guy I would work with, his name was Daniel. Um, and we were trying to come up with different names for like, different convenience stores or whatever and uh he came up with this title called shop and get out (laughs) (laughs) it's to the point yeah (laughs) Yeah. so sounds pretty good pretty happy with that yeah i like that um quick trip though Mm -hmm. it's a good name quick trip Mm -hmm. also misspelled that's something about like convenience stores you have to misspell it it makes it cute or something they did mention on the uh the come and go thing with a k yeah uh because quick trip is better because it's the end of a word it's just like q-u-i-k yeah but it works because it's like you get four and four with a trip yeah so you like a little symmetry there mm-hmm. but they were talking about like come and go and they're like yeah it's with k which is it's just still sounds bad because it's like k-u-m 
And then he was like, yeah, there's a lot of stuff with K. They re- Anytime you can replace a C with a K in the Midwest, you replace it with a K. It's kind of messed up. Yeah. Uh, like he was like, even Krispy Kreme. I don't understand it. They're one K away. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're really like playing with the edge of the fire there or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, yeah, there's a lot of uh, in the Midwest. There's a lot of K named places. So it makes me uncomfortable. Th- there was a place I worked at previously. I shall go unnamed, but they did have a um, a, a a child focused like club mm. that was going. Oh on. yeah. And it was, um, the, the mascot for that was Kirby Kangaroo. Uh-huh. Kirby spelled with a K. So and that so, makes sense, though. And so the name of the, the club <laughs> was Kirby Kids Club. <laughs> Luckily, they did not commit to... Oh, man. ...subbing out the, the C for a K okay, on the club. Good. Because that would have been yeah. highly problematic. That would have been but, awful. Yeah, it was... It makes me think of that uh, SNL sketch yeah. from a long time ago where they're spelling out fuck. It's at the Jingleheimer Junction, and they keep like rearranging the letters on their shirt, and it almost spells sp- uh, fuck, and they have to keep cutting away. Do you oh, really? It's all? Oh, <laughs> no. It's so funny. Like, it feels like they were like, and we'll just put a K on the club. Nope, we're walking it back. We're walking it back. We're putting the C. It's fine. That's funny, though, man. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, though. Sometimes it works. Because mm-hmm. I like alliteration. I'm down with that. Uh, but mm-hmm. overall, I like I like to keep my C's where my C's are, my K's where my K's are. That's right. Keep the KKK underground where they belong. That's right. Or. Well, eradicated in the right White House now. You know what I'm saying? Straight under the roof of our nation's capital. Mm-hmm. Fantastic feeling, right. America. <laughs> we're fucked. Um, it's what not else? fuck yeah anymore. No, no. It's yeah. It's we not, are fucked. It's yeah. gone. I I'm, I think we should call it there, man. I don't know that uh, we could top any of this conversation with more of my bland talking about this shit. So all right. So we've got raccoon jizz. Raccoon jizz. We've got weird video game movie. Yep. We've got Tumgus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've got the clan. I think we've... I think we've... <laughs> we've touched all yeah. boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Feel really good about it. Yeah. But it well, was a consensual touching of all of those things, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, we don't support the KKK. No. Um, so, please rate and review us on your favorite podcast app. You can contact us by email at letstalkaboutstuffpodcast@gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at LTASpod. You can follow me on Letterboxd on Twitter at StephenFisher22, and I am try- trying to keep up with those Letterboxd reviews. Mm-hmm. Keep going in there for that. And uh, you can follow Brent on Twitter and Instagram and never hear from him, uh, at Brent Hibbert. I like to retweet every once in a while. I retweet. Yeah. And I like a lot of things. Yeah. But I don't write my own tweets very often. No. So. Because I've forbidden you from doing it. Well, I'm not good at you it. You know what you did. <laughs> and you're on probation. <laughs> so, Damn. so... Did you write a, a letterbox review for Serenity? Have you gotten to that yet? I know I can't remember if I've done that one yet. Um, but yeah, I, I'd be. Uh, I, th- I think I might have. I'm not sure. Okay, who knows? <laughs> uh, I still. Where am I? Am a fan of your. Uh, I believe it was your Clockwork Orange. Um, oh, that's review. My, yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. It's just, fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> fucked up movie, man. I don't. I am not a fan of Clockwork Orange. That is for sure. I think I saw that it just recently came to like Netflix or Prime or something like that. Uh huh. And uh, you yeah. can give it a shot. No, I. Uh, I mean, some people really love Kubrick. Mm-hmm. I am not one of those people. Yeah, I, I. He's hit or miss, basically, for me. Did you like um, The Shining? See, I want to give that another shot because I. I had seen it like when I was a kid, a little bit, but I don't. Mm-hmm. I think I watched like TV versions, mm-hmm. maybe too, but like I didn't understand anything of that movie. Mm-hmm. I hear people that love it, fucking love it, and it's like um, a lot of the imagery and stuff. I'm intrigued mm-hmm. by it. There's a documentary called Room Two Thirty Seven. 
Yes, I've seen it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I thought really I would talk about that at one point. Um, yeah. yeah, and I want to watch that. Maybe that'll give me a little better. And then they're making a sequel to the sequel book that King released recently called Dr. Sleep. Um, oh, yeah. That they're making with uh, Mike Flanagan, who's uh, one of my favorite horror directors, mm-hmm. and like Ewan McGregor is in it as the, like, the kid grown up. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, that seems intriguing. So maybe I'll revisit The Shining leading into that, I guess. Yeah. Know, and see. But um, yeah, Clockwork Orange... Um, I was trying to find my review on here, but it's a, it's a weird movie, man. It's a, that was a weird night. Um, it's like, it's like watching a movie on drugs without being on drugs. <laughs> did you watch the whole no. thing? Like, were you ever about to tap out or did you decide? No, I watched the whole thing. It was part of the, uh, I was watching those AFI 100 movies, the top 100 oh, yeah. movies, whatever mm-hmm. it was on there. So like I was, I was into those as like cinema, you know, I wanted yeah. to watch them. I had said, uh, Clockwork Orange, one out of 10 experimental and genius oh wait no a total piece of shit what the fuck did i just watch <laughs> yeah i feel i feel very strongly about that to this day yeah. i wrote that years ago um it is uh yeah it's a weird movie man i think some people like that though like the uh i don't know pigeonhole yep. people but i'm gonna like the tim burton crowd <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like it's like yeah we're weird hey guys i want to let you know we're weird we're weird yeah. yeah it feels like it felt like a little too on the nose weird to me yeah kubrick i think is a genius i just don't know that it's always gonna uh, it's going over my head a lot mm-hmm. which is fine too it took me a long time to really like 2001 a space odyssey yeah um it's a really cerebral long weird movie mm-hmm. um uh but now i um now I like like it a whole lot. It's like mm-hmm. visionary and stuff. Um, this is yeah. I did write a Serenity review. It's pretty long. Oh my god! Wow. Yeah. You you I, had to go in depth on it. It started. Oof. Oh boy. Where to begin? <laughs> That's always a good start. <laughs> yeah, I did go uh, on there. Because normally um, you like to keep them about tweet length. I used to, and then I like for one, Twitter changed from 140, which is what I started out to 280, and mm-hmm. then I was like, I it had been such a struggle. It's a really hard thing to like make 140 characters mm. where i was also putting the title and my star review one out of 10 or whatever out of 10 mm-hmm. um so like it, you have very limited amount and then i was like well i was doing that for a reason should i expand it to the 280 since that's really what it follows and it had been because i was tweeting them a long time ago and then uh eventually i was like i'm just not writing them because it's like more work to like whittle them down to like a few like one or two sentences as much as you have yeah and uh so i was like well i just want to get my thoughts out and yeah. I'll put them on here, and then I'll update it or whatever. So I might go back and try that, because I liked that format. I thought mm-hmm. it was fun. I got that from a, I stole that from a friend of mine that was doing that as well on Twitter. Was it called Twitter? It was, uh, Twitter, yeah. You stole Tw- it from your friend Twitter? Twitter. Yeah, yeah, I stole it from Twitter. Yeah. Jack. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, another Brent, actually. A friend of mine from high school. What? There are two yeah. of us? Or no. There are. Oh. Who's his friend? Adam. His name is Adam. I also have a friend named Adam. You do have a friend Did you Adam. Yeah. Is it just you guys? I heard it. Yeah. Well, it's my friend Ross introduced us. What? Wait, wait what? Steven, wait. <laughs> Have you heard of Brandy? <laughs> Wait. Holy shit. Am I in a video game? Wait, you keep telling me to go catch this tuna. Huh. Oh, it makes sense now. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had a friend named Adam who uh, was writing these um, Twitter reviews. So they're like keeping them short length and everything. And I was like, man, that's really punchy. I like that. You get it out there and like say whatever you need to say. And it's, mm-hmm. it's fucking hard though. Yeah. So I wrote these things down. I'll go back eventually, hopefully, and, and rewrite some of them. But at least my thoughts are out there from this viewing because... I'm trying to write updates now. Like I yep. wrote, a, I think I wrote an update maybe for Clerks Two uh, about how I feel about it now, watching it this oh, viewing yeah. or whatever. Because mm-hmm. my opinions change on something like 2001. We mm-hmm. were talking about that too. So yeah, yeah, gotta but, refresh them every once in a while. But yeah, so some of my reviews are very short. Uh, some of them are. This is probably my longest one uh, for 
Some movies just really inspire you to write. Serenity <laughs> yeah. was one of those for me. Holy shit. I just had to get that in the world. Maybe. I told Amanda right away, I was like, I gotta tell you about this fucking crazy movie I just watched. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe so. that's like the director's goal. It's like, he's in tight with Letterboxd. Like, yeah, hey, right. Need, <laughs> need some people on this. Need some reviews. Let's yeah. do this. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, watch Serenity, basically. Awesome. Um, so next week, we are planning on doing It Chapter 2. Hell Yes. I'm so excited about this. Dude, we just, we rewatched yeah. it while you were here. We did watch it. And, yeah. Yeah. Still weird. Still weird. It's hard <laughs> to weird title. Yeah. Um, it's so hard to Google. To type is. in chapter one, the yeah. whole, like every time. Yeah. So yeah. Weird. Alexa, show me it. It <laughs> just, whoa. Yeah, it shows up. Dick pics. Yeah. <laughs> but it's clown dick pics? What? All right. Uh, I'll go with it. That's a weird place to put the clown nose, but I mean, it works. It's a perfect place to put the clown nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, do it again it feels good, it feels you know, good. classic honky sounds yeah. <laughs> um, but but yeah so mm-hmm. it chapter 2 next week yeah go watch it oh fuck I'm so excited look we know that no one no other podcast is gonna do it yeah so we're stepping up to the plate we'll do it we're gonna go see this movie take one for the team we're gonna talk about it yep talk about it talk about it yeah, it's the second one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to watching it. I wish I was up here. We had to come up for uh, this long weekend, Happy yeah. to Fall here. I wish they had just released the movie, but mm-hmm. I don't know what people do. Release right in the it, chapter two. Release the Snyder cut. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Give us what we want, Warner Brothers. Oh man, I don't want to watch the Snyder cut. I don't think you have to. I don't think I can get any better if it gets released. We'll have to do it. We'll have to do the the LTAS viewing of Justice League. I will say, I every once in a while. I do have a little little hankering to watch Justice League again. Hammered. Just to revisit it, right? It's so bad. It's yeah. I, I saw the other day they were on sale or something like that. They were showing up on iTunes again for some reason. Oh yeah. Like maybe it was a set or whatever. And uh like Batman v Superman was on there and I was like, no, I don't care to watch that ever again. Mm-hmm. But Justice League was kind of enjoyable. It was so bad. Yeah. It it definitely seems like it should be one of those how did this get made movies. I feel like, yeah, it's it's there, but it's like so but high profile. Yeah. I don't know if they do it or not, but, um, but yeah, there is, after watching it with you, it was like, oh, it was pretty fun. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. It's not a good movie. Very bizarre. It's not the Avengers. No. <laughs> but it might be enjoyable. <laughs> right, yeah. If you're hammered. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have chapter two next week. Yes. Go watch it. Come mm-hmm. listen. We're the only ones. We'll be Those here. notes. Rough Desperado and Expert Ninja. Yeah. We'll be back to talk about it chapter two. Full spoilers. Obviously, we'll have the spoiler yeah. tag in there, but otherwise, join us. Join us. Join us. Google Gobble. What? <laughs> There's like a, a thing about joining a cult. I don't remember what it's from. <laughs> what? It's like, I've seen it through like TV shows, like filtered out now, but it's like, Google Gobble, Google Gobble, one of us, one of us. You know oh. that at all? I don't know what that is. Anyway, <laughs> I'll look it up. We'll tweet okay. it out. We'll sure. let you know. <laughs> it's a good end. <laughs> Until next time, I'm Stephen Ruff Desperado. <laughs> Fisher. There we go. I'm Brent Expert Ninja Hibbard. And let's talk later. It's the last name. The last name threw me off as well. I know. I, I was like, well, maybe I'll just mention the, the, you know. The, the first part? Yeah. And then the then important part. I ruined it. And then it, I think it threw you off then. Yeah, like I was like, this room, and then it happened to me.
It gets all of us eventually. It does. Mm-hmm. Yo. Huh. Huh. Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. So, there's this thing called the <laughs> Wu-Tang Generator, or Name Generator. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and that's actually how... Donald Glover, aka Childish Gambino, got his name right. Mm-hmm. So I thought it would be fun to type in our names okay. and see what see we come what we up get. with. I've done it a few times that I mm-hmm. come up with different names each time. Oh, I Stern? Type. Yeah, Stern. Is that is that not right? Stern, um, Fosher. <laughs> so, Stephen Fisher, enter the Wu Tang. Uh, yeah. Rough. <laughs> I was gonna say, I think I've done this before too, and I'm pretty sure that's what I got, yeah. Rough Desperado. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try mine and uh, see what comes up here. I too shall enter the Wu Tang. Oh, expert ninja. The letter X. I like that. Dash. Expert. I think last time I did it, I was like Silent Wolf or something oh, like that. Okay. Which I prefer, but you know, expert ninja. Not bad. I mean, uh, yeah, you're ninja, so. Yeah. That's pretty good. I'm, well, I mean, I'm an expert at it. You gotta be good. Yeah. <laughs> I can't see Brent right now. All right. He's hidden. <laughs> Hey, let me clear the smoke out of the way. <laughs> These smoke pellets. <clears throat> but, um... Ninja. Vanish. Oh. Tatsu. He was here. <laughs> well, awesome. That killed uh, exactly no time. Yeah. Um, so, I think we all had a good time. I didn't realize we were even recording. Oh, yeah, we're recording. That was good. Uh, sneaky. <laughs> worth it. You. Did I, I think I cleared my throat again. I'm trying to hold back on that. Oh. But it was worth it. Yeah. yeah. So, rough desperado. Expert ninja. That's us. <laughs> Together. Long laugh. <laughs> Did we sync? We didn't sync yet, though. How do we know we're going to be in sync on this? Oh, yeah, that's right. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's on. Jeez. Hmm. Jeez. Jesus. Jesus? Jesus? Okay. For in honor of going to the melting pot last night. Oh, that's true. Jesus. That's true. Well, it's either <clears throat> Jesus, meth, or Hitler. <laughs> All things that our waiter brought up. <laughs> yeah. True story. Oh, that's a weird guy. Weird guy. Long fingernails. Yeah, you. I didn't notice that. You noticed that sometimes. And mm-hmm. I'm glad I didn't during dinner. Yeah, I purposely did not bring that up during yeah. dinner. Yeah, all the ladies would have freaked out. All the ladies, as if we had a table, a gaggle of them. <laughs> the two of our wives. Yeah. And all those all those strippers we found. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was a wild night. Yeah. We didn't they even were, drink. They were down on their luck, <laughs> you know? They like to try to go through school. Yeah. Trying to make a good life. We support that. Yeah. We also you know? support nudity. That's right. Now look, did we buy their dinner? No, of course no. not. They're on their own. I mean, they did got... we ditch them with the bill? Yeah, we yeah. did. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Dine and dash. You know, <laughs> they needed to be humbled a little bit. Yeah. You know, so they're too good. Oh yeah, they're making too much money. Mm-hmm. Obviously, obviously. Minimum wage is seven twenty-five. They're making way over that. They're fine. <laughs> yeah. I hear some of them are making eight dollars an hour. That's ridiculous. Oh my god. That's that's just plus overkill. tips. That's. Mm-mm. Just the tips. <laughs> That's where they worked at. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Just the tips, toss the little. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So, Jesus? Jesus. Jesus. Jesus on three. One, two, three. Jesus. Jesus. Wait, well, oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, it's going to be way There's off. a delay on the oh, damn. signal. We accept a one of us. We accept a one of us. Google gobble, Google gobble. We accept her, we accept her. Google gobble, Google gobble. One of us, one of us. Google gobble. Google gobble. <laughs>
They are going to make you one of them. My peacock. Scene. L P A M.